When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? I am totally bugging because I finally <laughs> found my way back home. I mean, these are my people. It's no secret that these are my people. Uh, kind of. I mean, I didn't grow up rich, but um, in, in soul that these are my people. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a uh, share in this movie is like your uh, your spirit animal kind of. <laughs> we'll get into. I mean, it, I don't think it's a secret that I am the way that I am, and I speak the way that I speak because of Cher Horowitz, who uh, great representation in Jewish figures, by the way. But um, yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. And we are here with a super special returning guest. Uh, I think our first returning guest, I believe. I think this is the first time we've ever had someone on for a second time. So huge deal. Uh, Mr. Podcaster himself. You've heard him everywhere. Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm not bugging, but I'm happy to be here uh, <laughs> to talk about this movie in particular. Thank you guys for having me. And I did not even realize I was the first returning guest, but... I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, we are beyond honored. I mean, we had such excitement and good feedback when you're on our show. So we had to get you back ASAP. And uh, what better what better timing than 
Uh, still not sticking rom-com feb. <laughs> hashtag rom-com feb. Nobody, nobody no used the hashtag but me, but whatever. <laughs> one day, maybe next February it'll trend. Just maybe <laughs> next, it needs a year. Next February, summer. they'll be like, you know what? That was actually good, Sarah. Hashtag yeah. rom-com feb really pulled through. <laughs> Uh, we are here to talk about 1995 uh, classic movie Clueless. Um, totally bugging as if uh, whatever. Trying to think of some of the other things. Get the say. picture. Duh. Also, can I ask you, what mm-hmm. is a total Betty? Because they say oh. that a few times. And I'm like, I don't know if I get what okay. they're saying. <laughs> Chappelle, do you know? Because I actually think I do know. But I'll let you uh, take mm-hmm. your interpretation. Oh, no, I am adorably clueless. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Betty was obviously a really popular name back in the 50s. So I think to be a Betty is like you're really pretty. Also, I feel like I don't know if it is a Archie Riverdale thing, but I think it's Mm. like Betty was just like such a popular like name back in the day. And I think that was like for like pretty people I don't know I think I think it's the opposite actually because I'm pretty sure they say about the the teacher that Cher matches up with the other teacher um I'm fairly certain she's so Mrs. Mrs. Geist she's like she's not a total Betty so I think it's maybe the opposite like not a total like no but she called no 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 she called her mom a Betty yeah she she goes wasn't my mom yeah wasn't my mom a total Betty so, yeah, a Betty is an attractive girl or woman and is often assumed to be a 1980s surfer slang. So, oh. interesting. Um, Betty. Oh, yeah, okay. So like then Betty this Rubble. is saying that's. Mm. Ah, that's what they're saying. <laughs> they're saying that's based on Betty Rubble from the Flintstones. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Betty so are you, guys, are you guys Wilma or Betty stands? If you had to choose one. Definitely. Betty. Well, total Betty. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you Betty. serious? As I if. just like always loved like Wilma's like rock pearls. I thought those were great. I mean, anybody no, can those get are dope. Yeah, anybody can get rock pearls. It's not that hard. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> did you have a computer that picked out your clothes when you were a kid, Sarah? I only dreamed of it when I saw that when I was a youngling. You have no idea how that shaped my life. I was like. This girl is the dream. She has her software. I felt like it was revolutionary, um, especially her closet with like the laundromat, like revolving or not laundromat, like dry cleaners revolving uh, system. Mm-hmm. I thought that was spectacular. Um, Cher's Jeep, her white Jeep made me literally want a Jeep for the majority of my formative teenage years. I decided that I wanted <laughs> yellow and that was my dream car. When I was a teen, um, I I think I, I okay guys. I think that it's no secret that basically this is one of my favorite movies. Um, this and Romy Michelle's High School Reunion are my two favorite movies. So um, I'm going to be extremely butthurt if you say anything bad about this movie. No, I'm joking. But I would I mean, never. <laughs> it's honestly I mean, very close to thoughts. my heart. You have thoughts. Yeah, no, I, what are I, your thoughts? I have thoughts. Ooh. Well, my my first question is, do we not have this this technology now? Because I don't I have to open my closet door. Why don't I have a computer screen to pick up my outfits? Do y'all have this? Is this a thing that I just don't know about because I'm poor? I bet Why? the rich people do have this, especially the the like uh the 
photo of themselves like dressed in the outfit as like an Mm -hmm. example that could Mm -hmm. come in handy and I love how the computer does the work for you like I'm sorry x that does not match try again yeah this was a thing in 95 allegedly and so (laughs) I'm assuming it's now like now there's like a hologram that you could just put your face in in, like certain outfits where is this technology I would spend money for this I I mean I did design for a couple of high profile uh, clients or like rich people essentially and nobody's had this technology I have seen a spectacular um, like face recognition um, purse closet that does exist but in terms I'm sorry of- what a yeah. facial recognition purse closet <laughs> so yeah. that you then you need to like have it scan your face in order to like, access it yeah yeah. So um, and then it was like, you know, inside it was like all lit and um, like Hermes bags like everywhere. But yeah, like but then she had a purse closet, but she also had a shoes closet. They can't be they can't be. And that wasn't even her main closet. So that that oh. is sh- what Cher's doing now. That's the dream. But the dream. Multiple it's closets. The dream. That's the dream. I know. Chappelle's yeah. like, um, can I get one for my sneakers, though? You know, that was the first thing I thought <laughs> was like a shoe closet. That's exactly what I need. I'm tired of like assembling this IKEA shelf thing for Wait, my shoes. I have a question. Is your shoes, do you have the white clo- um the white wardrobe with the glass doors for your shoes? Uh so it's like a stackable thing. Okay. And you can go in and stack the shoes and then you pull, you just open the door and they slide. I'll, I'll have to show you after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very, very excited to talk about my yeah. shoes. I mean, I, I mean, I, <laughs> if this is a podcast to talk about clothes or shoes or whatever, I mean, this is the one. Yeah, I'm definitely the odd <laughs> duck out because I have a single closet that is like five feet wide. That has to house all of my clothes, plus a dresser, obviously. But I'm also not a shoe person, and I'm I'm definitely not a purse person. Sarah makes fun of my backpack. It is technically a purse. Um, it's a Jen backpack. from Dawson's Creek would approve. Um, <laughs> but I hate I hate having to have something on my arm when I'm shopping. Like I need I need the access. I need the hands. It doesn't have to, to be access. on your arm. It could just be on your forearm. This is a waste. I want I want full range of motion. And a, a purse does not afford me that. Just saying. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty, does anybody have a note? Wait, no. A, what is it called? A libations 90s? I'm forgetting what it's called. A, a 90s a, a nightcap? Yeah. <laughs> a libations 90s. <laughs> a uh, 90s I, nightcap. A night, okay, does anybody have a 90s nightcap to report of? I'll have to admit that I am indulging in a mimosa because it's Sunday, so it's like brunch. <laughs> yes. Uh, how I about agree. you, Chappelle? Oh, yeah. This time I decided to class it up a little bit. I got the Sweet Bitch Moscato Rose. Um, <laughs> sweet Bitch. So, Is that the name bitch. of the brand or are you just saying that? Oh. No, it's the name of the brand. Google it. It's good. It's good wine. It's good wine. Yeah. Sweet bitch. Yeah, sweet, Google it. I I mean, I would love the sweet bitch. I love a good $9 wine. Oh, <laughs> so. Same. That's why I only buy barefoot because that is some cheap shit, but it tastes delicious. Get the sweet bitch. Okay. I'm telling you. I'm going to need to just so different. I can tell people that I'm drinking the sweet bitch because that sounds like. Why do you think? Why do you think I got it? <laughs> like, I can say I'm drinking this. <laughs> the eyes on bitch. this 
bottle. It's bitch. like this bitch is this judging bitch. me. She is judging. <laughs> me. She's like, oh, oh, you want two of me? Okay. <laughs> All right. You finished that bitch. in a couple of hours? Okay. Oh, God. It is kind of scary looking. She's, she's a judgy bitch. She is. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> she really is. But you can't. Liz, look. It's worth it. It's really worth it. <laughs> it's a smooth and fruity Moscato Rose. I love that. I'm, I'm telling um, you, sweet bitch. Go get into it. <laughs> uh, I I am. I just had a, a latte and now I'm drinking mango seltzer. So I have boring, boring beverages today. Um, just doesn't want to get fucked today. I mean, it's, it's 1 p.m. I have other stuff I have to do today. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to burn some shit down. Yeah. <laughs> Let's burn it to the ground. Um yes. So, yeah, so we already said we're talking clueless here today. Um I'm trying to think of where we want to start. I mean, we could bounce around if we want. We I mean, obviously we're going to talk fashion later because like the mm-hmm. doy this movie just you need to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think before, that we should get start, into like I w- Oh. Well, I was going to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um so this movie came out in 95. Obviously, we weren't all tuned into this movie in 95, probably as as we are now. <laughs> so when did you guys, what's your experience with Clueless as the movie? Like, when did you, this become the movie that defines you, uh, Sarah? Hmm. Okay. So this was definitely one of those movies that I probably started taking out from the video store Probably when I was around 10, I would say it was this Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. And weirdly enough, like junior, which was like a whole nother thing. I like oh, we was, talked about that, didn't we? Isn't that the yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason, I was like really into junior. I don't really <laughs> understand why. Um, but this was one of those movies. Um, I unlike Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, which I'll have to tell the story again. But um, there came a point where I was allowed to watch Romeo Michelle's High School Reunion. And then my mom, like, caught on to what that show or movie was about. And then I was banned to watch Romeo Michelle's High School Reunion for, like, four years. So I was it's not, not even that bad, though. Like, I don't know. I was not allowed to. But for whatever reason, Clueless did not get that same fate. So that's why I think I started, like, loving Clueless, which... No, like it eventually became my like favorite movie. Now I've seen it like dozens of times, as we've stated. I think it really did form parts of my, uh, definitely my vocabulary, parts of my personality, like my interests in terms of the Jeep. I'm was really determined on getting a Jeep for a very long time. Um, so I've been a big fan forever. I also, um, Jess and I were talking off camera, but Alicia Silverstone, um, I loved her. And I watched Brace Face, like yes. we were talking about earlier. Um, so, And also, I had braces, so I really related to Brace Face. And, like, I swear, you know how, like, Brace Face is, like, always, um, like, connecting to something with electricity? It's, like, a really yes. weird thing. Yes. I legit one day was sitting in math class, and I was convinced that I hit a radio sing- a signal. Convinced. I was like, I am Brace Face. So... Um, <laughs> 
of course. So I I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm connecting to the electricity. So um, oh big fan God. of um, big fan of Clueless, big fan of Cher, but also um, I thought like I worship. Dion like I just thought that she was the prettiest person I've ever seen in my life and yeah. say what you will about Stacy Dash like uh yeah but I she's she was gorgeous she's still gorgeous um Brittany Murphy I loved um back then like every single character in this movie just like brings something to the table mm-hmm. um how about you Jess what is your history um, with I definitely Clueless. didn't see this movie until I was a teenager and even though I saw it like I know it's I know it's cult following I know all of those things I I think I've seen it maybe 5 times and that's probably more than I actually have um because I mean I like the movie I think it's funny I think it has like the vocabulary alone like it's a really witty comedy the yep. the lines they have it's h- truly hilarious and the cast is pretty stacked when you look back on it. Um, obviously, the most famous is Paul Rudd of this entire cast. And we know that, like, I'm a huge Paul Rudd fan. So then revisiting this movie with Paul Rudd as, like, the quote-unquote love interest doesn't happen till later. Um, like, I, I love him so much. And he's so, like, young and squishy. Like, he's so cute in this movie. But he still um, looks the same, which I... He doesn't I mean, age. He doesn't age. It's really it's remarkable. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I, I don't really have as much of a nostalgic feeling for this movie as you do, Sarah. But I also loved Braceface, like loved that show so much, connected so much with like feeling like awkward. And, you know, everybody had braces, uh, especially no one had Invisalign back in our day. So um, loved Braceface as well. Love this movie. Like I said, this, the, the cast is stacked. You can't not revisit it and be like, holy shit, this person's in it. Um, Chappelle, what about you? Yes, yes. So I remember watching this movie in the movie theater. Um, I was very, very young and I was upset. I was not happy. My sister and I would spend the summers. Well, I would spend the summer with my father and he was, uh, it was me and my father and my sister and she was determined to go see this movie because she's older than me and so she's like we have to go see clueless and me being like four was like no (laughs) we need to go see something else and and i remember this vividly because i know what else we went to go see the deal was that if i went to go see clueless with my sister we could go see mighty morphin power rangers for me and she sat she sat through power rangers for me so i had to sit through clueless and I threw a whole fit. Oh, and no. I remember thinking, like, this movie is not for me. Fast forward about five or six years, like, the movie comes on television or something. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Where was I when this came out? I was like, yeah, you were there. You were there when it came <laughs> out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I remember distinctly being there. But, no, this movie is one of those things that the older you get, I think you can appreciate it even more. Like, this is timeless. For it to be set in a very specific place and with a very specific population of people, it still ages pretty well. Yeah. There's a couple problematic moments, but for the most part, it's hilarious. Not that, 
you know not that much yeah like less than you would think essentially yeah especially because like the it's it's very obviously set in the 90s like they make no qualms especially fashion wise it's so obvious where this is in time and the the like the phrasing and everything as if bugging those types of phrases like i i like that about it chapelle like it's it's very clearly setting itself in the 90s they don't really care oh we maybe people will watch it in 10 years maybe not i don't chapelle maybe you'll remember because you actually saw it in theaters do you remember like if this was I don't think it was highly regarded at the time I think it's since gotten a cult following but I don't think at the time it was like notable yeah like because it's it's not my demographic so I was definitely like saw it and then it went away from me it was just mm-hmm. something that like oh okay mm-hmm. but then as I got older and I started to meet other people they were like, oh I got oh we were watching Clueless and I'm like why are you watching Clueless like it's not that great of a movie and then I would go watch it and I was like no I'm actually incorrect um I think the movie is so self-aware yes like it does it does not take itself seriously it knows that everything it's saying is tongue-in-cheek it knows that Cher is speaking like a ridiculous person because she's trying to increase her vocabulary the whole time like it we we know like so i think that's why um it ages so well because it was so smart you know everything that it was saying even if it was sarcastic was still making a point and a lot of that stuff still like to this day is relevant and then, of course, like you said, the fashion, if they were if they were poor, the fashion wouldn't have aged as well. But these people were wearing really nice clothes. They were dressing well beyond anything that I could ever dream. And so, like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, like these outfits are iconic just in and of themselves. People's music videos parody them all the time. Yep. It's just one of those things that they put a lot of effort into and it paid off. And this will movie this will be a movie that matters forever, yeah. I think. Yeah, so I'm reading the film grossed 56.1 million in the US and at the time it received generally positive reviews from critics, but it definitely developed a cult following and like grew bigger and bigger as the mm-hmm. years went on. Okay, that makes sense. But, but I was then just again, curious. It was big enough to get a TV like sitcom. So yeah, which you I know. think the main issue that the problem that that really didn't succeed is because it didn't have um Alicia Silverstone in it. Like I just think I watched the I watched the whole entire thing. So I had a woman named Rachel Blanchard as Cher Horowitz, and what's Rachel in? Uh, nothing that matters. Um, <laughs> she's the shade. Yeah, nothing that matters. I mean, she's been in a bunch of stuff, but nothing mm-hmm. like I think that she was in like Seventh Heaven. And, oh, yeah, and something called You Me Her. From 2016 to 2020. Oh, I know who Rachel Blanchard is. Oh, do you? She she was in that movie Sugar and Spice. You know, (gasps) where those cheerleaders started to rob banks? Yes, yes. That's her. Okay, Sugar and Spice. (laughs) Talking about, for whatever reason, I was like really into pregnancy movies. So, like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't know. Because, like, I was like really into Sugar and Spice and I was really into Junior and I really liked the movie Nine Months with Hugh Grant. So, I don't know. Like, there you are into some weird shit. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to dive into this right now. Okay. (laughs) But I don't want to be a mom, which is like the, like, I mean, kind of, not really. Okay. But I can totally get this, though, because, like, I totally get this because, like, I know you watch, like, family vloggers also on, like, Mm -hmm. YouTube. And Mm -hmm. I. I do watch vloggers. I feel like my only defense is like when I started watching them, they weren't parents. And now because I'm the age that I am and people generally start 
I don't know, popping children out at this point. Um, like they've turned it into like they've had a kid or two. So yeah. I do watch these videos. I don't know why. Why do I care about your birth story? I don't fucking know, but I fucking watch it. And it's <laughs> yeah, weird, it's weird and one. it traumatizes me. But like I still watch it. So I guess I can get that. But yeah, but you were young when you watched those movies. I don't know. So. I don't I don't know. Did you watch uh, Where the Heart Is? Isn't that the Natalie Portman pregnant in Walmart movie? <gasps> no, I never oh, saw that. Oh, that movie. <laughs> Chappelle. Chappelle. That movie. I watched that movie not knowing. I cannot believe you have not seen this. Sarah, you need to watch this because this movie is insane. I think it's based on a book, isn't it? I feel like it is. I think, I think it's based so. on I like a so true story. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so Natalie Port, this movie is insane. Natalie Portman is like a 17 year old and she gets like abandoned by her boyfriend at a Walmart and she starts living there. She's in Oklahoma. She starts living there. And meanwhile, this woman, like this older woman, gosh, who plays the woman who like takes her in? Um, I can't um, remember who. Yeah. It'll oh, is it? Gosh, it's not. Is it Ashley Judd? Ashley Judd. Judd. Yeah. yeah, or exactly Stalker Channing or Joe yeah. Cusack. She like takes her in. She like has her baby like in Walmart, and then Walmart. she becomes she gets like famous because she's known as like the Walmart baby. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Walmart pretty much has everything that you need to have. So if you're gonna have a baby anywhere, Walmart is probably the place Safe to bit. do it. I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so Chappelle, like this movie was trash though, right? Like, was it trash? Oh, yeah. I feel like it was. <laughs> The, the only reason I know this movie is because after I graduated from college, it was in the $5 bin at Walmart. And I was like in the height of DVDs. So I used to just going to dig through there and find stuff. And yes. it was $5. But when, when Sarah said mm. she was obsessed with pregnancy movies, I just knew this was in the top five. Like, this is right there. You have to <laughs> How see did you not know this? Sarah, I'll have because, to look yes. into that. But like, I feel like the time that I watched this movie was like when stuff would just come on TV. And so then you'd sit there and watch it without having any context. Like, I didn't know if it was going to be a comedy or a romance or a whatever. So I watched it with no context and then was like, what in the fuck is this movie? Like, <laughs> wild. Wild. Okay. So the majority of the main cast from the movie is in the uh, TV show. So Stacey Dash reprises her role. Donald mm-hmm. Faison, El- uh, Eliza Donovan, who played Amber. Um, I was I was wrong, actually. Um, Lenny, Lenny, Lawrence, Lawrence. Um, Lawrence is in the movie and he, Sean Highland, and he reprises his role in the television series. He's just not but- a big character, though. But like he was a he was a big character in the show, so it's right. like I remember him from but not Paul the Rudd. show more so. Paul Rudd is did not reprise his role. Someone mm-hmm. named David Lasher repri- uh, played Josh, but it's like what? Like I I I need to dig deep and understand why Alicia Silverstone was like not in it. Oh, hmm, interesting. I don't know. I haven't figured it out. Would you like to share no. with the class? I thought I was like, it sounded like you had an aha moment and then just decided to give it to yourself. <laughs> no, uh, no, no I, 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 I got distracted because Sabrina Spellman made a cameo. Um, Melissa Joan Hart made a cameo in the show. And I was like, but why? Um, and, and by the way, Paul Rudd uh, was a guest star, played somebody mm. named Sonny. So he did show okay. up. But I mean, I wonder if Alicia Silverstone was just like, I'm too good for this shit. But she probably thought that she was going to be making it big from the movie. So she had, okay, she had a developmental deal, a developmental, developmental deal oh my gosh. <laughs> with oh my gosh. somewhere else. Uh, 
Uh, Columbia TriStar at the time and did not reply. So she thought that she was going to make it big. Mm-hmm. And she was like. I was, she was terrified like, of her. You were terrified of You're her? terrified of Elise. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's doing some so, weird things now. Well, no. Back then, uh, I had, uh, once I realized, oh, okay, Clueless is a good movie, I decided to go watch a lot of her other stuff. She was in Batman, so that was pretty cool. Yes. But then I saw this movie called The Crush, and she was like, it's kind of like, uh, like um, dang, what's the movie where you like, uh, it's like a like Fatal Attraction movie? Oh. She's a high school girl, and she falls in love, I want to say, with either her teacher or something like that, and then so she tries to kill him. That. And like, oh. Yeah, she like tries to kill him and tries to kill her, like his, his wife oh, gosh. or fiance. Yeah, drama it was something- thriller. A journalist becomes the unwanted center of attention for a 14-year-old girl who proceeds to sabotage his life after he refuses her sexual advances. Mm. oh yeah she was a Yikes. super slut and i mean normally like i said don't slut shame but she was also trying to murder him and like all the people that he loved because he wasn't obsessed with her and she was 14 and i saw that movie after i saw clueless and was like oh no absolutely not this woman is horrible like i was terrified of her yeah mm, this no. came out before <laughs> clueless this yeah, was 1993 cr- exactly it's the first yeah. movie that she ever did that's insane well, i saw them in reverse order so i saw clueless and was like i like her and then i saw that and was like absolutely i'm out <laughs> yeah no thank you no thank you yeah i'm not gonna um, lie yeah, but it's it's a crazy good movie though mm. like i was i mean no. but i was terrified i yeah. still think mm. that brace space is her most notable work after clueless <laughs> I think so too, but I think that's also where it's just skewed. It's just our thing. It was yeah. the age, yeah. yeah I, was the age say, that we I would say Batman, but is again. That's a fair, <laughs> maybe, a fair maybe thing you to got say. us there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, like the the cast is stacked. Like Stacey Dash, like Brittany Murphy, obviously. Like who who didn't love Brittany Murphy? Um, just like it's so sad that she died so young because she was so freaking talented. Will and I just watched Just Married not long ago. Um. I don't think it holds up as well uh, as Clueless does. It's fine. Like the girl is wearing like the lowest, like the low rider jeans that like ages the film drastically. Um, but she's like, she's so good in other things. Uptown Girls, such a good movie. Yep, such a classic. I loved Uptown Girl. She was in Happy Feet and she sang her little heart out. Mm-hmm. She was. I had the soundtrack on my on my, iP- <laughs> on my iPhone. It was cool. Yeah. I was always jamming out to Boogie Wonderland by the mm-hmm. Happy Feet cast. <laughs> Brittany Murphy. She killed it. She did she that did. and uh, somebody to love. She killed it. She killed so it. good. What a talent. She was a talent. And honestly, like um, Brittany Murphy and Robin Williams are the two celebrities that. Um, I personally really affected me in my life. Like I've talked about the Robin Williams, um, how affected I was by that. But I, I feel, I feel like, uh, the two of them were very notable when they passed for me. Yeah. So it is sad. Well, especially very too, sad. because she died in 2009. So like, that's a pretty formative time in your life as well. Like your, your specific age, right. Mm-hmm. For someone to like, especially maybe you idolize, you've seen clueless a million times. It is kind of a, yeah. yeah. But it was, I mean, the circumstances of which she passed were extremely suspicious. But mm-hmm. that's uh, that's our our other podcast, the True Crime Podcast. Yes. <laughs> have, so we have a sports podcast now. Yeah. We have a love advice podcast. And well, then we're also going to have a True Crime Prime podcast. It's a mm-hmm. whole it's a whole thing. Mm hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm down um, for all y'all's content. I'll listen to it all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then obviously we can't talk about the cast without talking about Donald Faison. Like he, him as Murray and the grill and everything. Mm-hmm. I him like calling uh, Dion woman all that like I don't, something about him just cracked me up. Chappelle, are you a big Scrubs guy? I became a big Scrubs guy because like it it was on TV, and I always wish I had a white mm-hmm. best friend. And so I was like, oh, I could do this. And Donald Faison, I knew him from Clueless. And he's basically my avatar in the movie because I have to find the black guy so I can say, oh, okay, we do exist in this in this world. Mm-hmm. And I liked him in this movie. I liked him in Scrubs. Donald Faison can do no wrong for me, honestly. Uh, not yet. Um, but yeah, I liked everything about him in Clueless. If I wanted to model myself after him, I wouldn't have been mad at it. Like if I was like, you know what? I could start calling women woman. That sounds like fun. You know? Yeah. What did he say? It's not def- it's not necessarily misogynistic, even though it has some taunting tones to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I take that. It's very smart. I love that line because Ty was like, oh my gosh, like you have such good vocabulary. Like you talk like grownups here. And like, then like Cher's response to this out for that was like, yeah, well, like we go to a really good school. And Dion is just like <laughs> nodding like in the background. Like, yeah, we go to a, like a really good school. Yeah, he says, like, okay, street slang is an increasingly valid form of expression. Most of the feminine pronouns do have mocking, but not necessarily misogynistic undertones. <laughs> we <laughs> said it with the what? biggest smile on his face because he knew he was right. He was like, look, I know this sounds bad, but, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, no harm by it. You know, and, yeah. it's, and the street slang is appropriate. Look, I have so much experience in that realm. So <laughs> that, that's right. I, I I can relate to that. I felt I felt seen. Yeah. <laughs> Also, he was the or no, it was Dion that says to him, "Are you jeeping behind my back?" Which I was like, "Jeep, jeeping? That's a thing too." Like, did I miss this? Okay, I think jeeping well, me is in reference to like going around town jeep. in the jeep, right? No, I thought no. it was cheating, but no, again, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is, is like the Super Bowl conversation again. Okay, what's jeeping? Um, <laughs> So after he said, are you jeeping behind my back? Dion says, well, speaking of vehicular sex, and then she pulls out the braid and she's like, whose braid oh, was this in the car? So it's having sex Jeeping in the means Jeep. like in a car. Yeah. yeah. Jeeping. Oh, okay. Mm. So you learn something. Yeah. Every okay. Day. Sex in the car is no bueno. It's I mean, no I guess bu- it depends on the car you have. One time, um, this, the one time I was with a person that had a mini and it doesn't work out. A mini, <laughs> a mini Cooper. Okay, I was like oh. a mini what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm no. I'm six but, foot. I'm six foot two. It's just never gonna work out. <laughs> the only out. time I could think is if you have like a truck and you have like a truck bed. That's the only thing I could. That's think. That's a luxury, like, Jess. A truck is a luxury. A truck bed. In the luxury. No, no, I mean like the, like bed, the of bed of the bed truck. Of the truck. I know. Oh not like a it's bed a, in the truck. I know. Who has a bed in their truck? I mean, I feel well, like you how, could put a mattress in there and like have a, like go to the drive-ins or like go camping or something. Okay, Jessica's done this before. Uh, I'm, she's I'm from Texas jeeping. and this sounds very Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, um, no. Yes, yeah, so that was something I was like curious about, like what the hell that meant. Um, well, now you know, but now <laughs> I know. But yeah, Dion, Dion, and Murray. I 
love, love, love. Like, there's so many characters that are so fantastic in this movie. And Dion and Murray are just so iconic as a couple. Like, the fact that they just constantly argue. But then the scene with the car where they're, like, almost get into a car accident. She's just screaming. Everybody is screaming on the highway. Meanwhile, she's, like, in a lane. She's fine. I just assume she was going, like, 20 miles an hour on the freeway Yeah, I think she was going super slow on the freeway. Like, that truck was up their butt. Yeah, and then after they just start making out, and she's like, I guess she's no longer technically a virgin anymore or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that, that was the thing that did it. Yeah, that life-death experience just brought them together. Um, But, yeah, I I love their relationship, too. I mean, obviously, it's like a high school relationship where you're, like, breaking up every other day. But – and I, I think it's funny, like, obviously, it seems like they've been together for a little bit. I mean, Dion has his mom on speed dial um, and threatens to call his mom when he's shaving his head. Um, I don't I mean, I didn't really see why the sh- head shaving was such a big deal. I guess she liked uh, his what? hair. Oh, here Yearbook we go. photos were about to come up. What oh. is she going to tell her grandchildren? <laughs> Are you kidding me? But he wears a hat all the time anyway. I don't. Can I admit that I didn't? Can I admit that I didn't? Once he was shaving his head, I didn't realize that he wasn't already bald. Like before that in the movie, because isn't his character in Scrubs? Isn't he bald? Yeah, yeah. And I I think he was bald the whole time. He was just wearing a hat. Okay, because I was like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like. What kind of hair did he have before? And then I'm picturing, like, did he have, like, a... Because I think in Scrubs, when they flash back to him younger, doesn't he have, like, a high top or something? Like, yeah. a... Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That's what I was picturing. But I was like, I don't know that we've actually seen his hair. <laughs> no, um, not in this Yeah, Sarah's movie. right. He's, he's wearing... Always he was wearing, wearing a hat the whole time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think that... And you know what, Dion? You don't really have a right to say what how he wears his hair. Uh, what is she going to tell her grandchildren? That's my favorite. That's yeah, my think, favorite moment because she she wasn't even like her kids. She's thinking like 60, like, 70 years down the exactly, line. You know? Exactly. I do like the argument, though, of like, I'm the one who has to look at it. Like, I think that's like a fair argument. Yeah. Well, I mean, girls get very upset when guys shave their beards. So I guess it's almost like the equivalent. Okay, Sarah, did I tell you about this or are you just triggering me like Ooh. accidentally? No, I was going to ask a question, no. so, but this sounds better. <laughs> so, so Will uh, has a beard, notoriously full beard, not like not like Duck Dynasty, just a normal beard. And the like maybe a week ago or so, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." He didn't say he was gonna shave it off, but he was certainly going like very, very close to his face, like almost nearly shaving it off. And I was like, this was in our vows. Like you, you can't, like you can, you cannot. And he, he did it. It's, it's not, it's growing back in, but it's actually, it was at the worst stage because it's like the prickly, like if, if he like put his face on my face, it's like sandpaper just scraping my skin. Like awful, awful, awful. They say I prefer that it's, a beard. it's itchy. Isn't it itchy, Chappelle? Like, isn't that what people, what guys say? Yeah, when your beard is coming in, it's it's itchy. Like, I scratch it sometimes. But, you know, you just got to keep it moisturized. It won't be so bad. I did want to ask if there was anything that your uh, significant others could do to where you'd be like, no, this is a deal breaker, like uh, like Will's beard. Um, Or, like, if he came home and he was, like, completely bald, you know? like like I don't think he'd ever uh, shave his head. So, Drew, when he was a senior in high school, had frosted tips. And... (gasps) Uh, it's like 
so funny because um, it's like his senior photos are oh, him with no. frosted tips. So I oh, think no. if Drew ever came home and uh, brought back his frosted tips, that might be pack your stuff. grounds yeah, for... Yeah, pack your stuff. Yeah. Go to Jess's house. Oh. It's okay. We'll, we'll make yeah, refuge. I'll be moving to upstate. <laughs> oh, my God. Frosted tips. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to show you that picture. It's a lot. It's a lot. And he like he lost a lot of weight a couple years into our relationship. So he's like much bigger and with frosted tips. And it's like, who is this man? Like, I don't know him. How about you, Chappelle? Is there something like if you had if um, Mrs. Chappelle came home um like you guys met post Boy Meets World, you brought her home. Like you guys are like a thing now. Um, no, is there anything like a girl could do to be like, uh, no? I don't think so. Maybe if she got like some type of like uh, body augmentation, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like because if I'm there, I've already, I'm, I'm all in. Like if you want your hair short, you want it long, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I like if I come home and something looks different that that got me here, then I'm like, oh, what did you do here? And so yeah. maybe maybe that would be it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really. could totally see that because like okay, this is a weird question, but it's actually it works well with what you were just saying, Chappelle. Alicia Silverstone is it Alicia or is it Alicia? I'm pretty confident mm. Alicia Silverstone. Okay, that's what I thought. So Alicia, has she in this film? Does it not look like she's had lip injections? Oh yeah, she's got a lot of lip. <laughs> because it's it's the upper, it's the upper lip for me. Like if you watch closely, when it's like a very full upper lip like that, that's kind of like tucked underneath, closer to your teeth. That usually is a sign that you've had lip work done. And I mean, I'm not judging. Like, do what you want with your lips, people. Like, by all means, shove shit in them mm-hmm. if you want. Um, but yeah, I was just like, she's pretty young. Has she had lip work done? Are we sure it's not the Kylie Jenner uh, lip liner trick? Oh no, because it's the underneath. It's not the top part. Because she was going hard on the lip liner. Mm, <laughs> maybe. So she yeah. was born in 76. Who's a mathematician here? So she's 19. Yes. <laughs> um, excuse me. I was just getting out my calculator to do the math. She's like, how, <laughs> how dare you answer? Well, she might have been 18 questions. when they filmed, but she's 19 uh-huh. when the movie comes out. Okay. Mm. So. So I mean, yeah, just okay. So she's old enough to get, to get lip injections. It's fine. I'm no. Fine. I was just curious because her the way her lips look. But yeah, I agree. Like lip injections are a funny thing because it says 19. The calculator. I just want to check your work. <laughs> uh, lip injections are a funny thing because I feel like they don't particularly like quote. I don't know age well. Like they don't last very long, and then your lips kind of just look like kind of lumpy and like a little funky. Um, but I don't know. She's judging people. She's judging. Alert, alert. Um, so <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to go into this by project? Cher likes to take on projects because she's trying to better herself. So do you want to talk about the storyline of her trying to improve her grades after she gets a C in debate by um, doing a matchmaking between Miss Geist and Mr. Hall? Um, how do we feel like this project went for her? I mean, it looked like it worked. Her goal was to increase her grade and she went from a C minus to an A. That's insane. Like, I, Mr. C minus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's insane that she's able to bring up she was able to probably raise the class average too by cheering up mr hall um because it just looks like this whole thing just went swimmingly like there was nothing if you thought that she wasn't good at debate then this should change your mind honestly because she came home with her report uh-huh. card she told her dad look this is just a draft i'm going to go home i'm going to go to school tomorrow make some changes i'll bring it back when it's ready and she did look i an icon That's who, who could have thought impressive yeah 100 percent um especially because even though she went into this project for very selfish reasons of like wanting a better grade like Obviously, it was a match. They ended up getting married at the end of the movie. I thought mm-hmm. they were so cute together. And they were obviously, adorable. like, she, they didn't give Miss Geist, like, a complete makeover by any means. Like, she still looked like her. So it's not like the situation with, um, with Ty, where they're, like, completely, like, changing everything about her to, like, fit her into this mold of like what a pretty person should be like she's still Miss Geist so I thought it was so cute I love the scene when Mr. Hall's like brushing the sides of his hair down (laughs) like it was so cute yeah I think that number one I don't know if I'm like going crazy but I feel like Cher in her debates always makes sense to me. Like, there's nothing that I'm like, this is like so off the wall crazy. So her first debate against Amber um, is that, well, she says of the Hadians, um, basically, I think it was like an immigration argument. And ultimately, her point was that if we just welcome them and rearrange some things, there's like plenty of room for everybody. But it made sense to me. Like, she was using a metaphor of her dad's, like, 50th birthday party of, like, you know, like, she didn't invite these people. They showed up anyway. Or um, she did invite them, but they didn't RSVP. And all she had to do was, like, go into the kitchen and add some place settings. And she was basically saying that she could do the same thing for the Haitians or the Hadians, whatever whatever Cher wants to say. It made sense to me. Am I going bonkers, Jess? Or, like, did that was, like, a great argument. I really think that the teacher should have given – I mean, I don't – did they did she get a C on the project or that was just her average – her average. Her average. Okay, because I think that, like, she at least deserved, like, a B on the project because, like, she's relating it to her real-life experiences, which shows an understanding of a concept versus just, like, parroting back what a textbook would say. So mm-hmm. I do think she did a decent job. Does she completely understand the assignment? Probably not. She says Hadians, not Haitians. So, like, probably doesn't quite get all of it there. Um, But I thought she did a decent job now we know this is like an elite school so maybe they just have high standards what do you think Chappelle um yeah maybe they do have high standards because I think she would have got an A if it was me grading Mm -hmm. but because remember it's a debate class and that was her argument and Amber had no response Amber got up and walked away like if she's gonna be talking about uh dinner parties I'm not Mm -hmm. talking back well in my mind Cher won the debate so why not give her an A it made sense it's progressive and it's also like she comes from a, a world where she has unlimited resources, it seems. So she looks at America the same way. We have the means to take these people in. We just need to, you know, move some stuff around. Yeah. I thought she deserved an A. Yeah. Good for you, Cher. I thought that was a great argument. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, I don't think she deserved. I mean, I don't know her other projects, but I think that she deserved better than this. No, she did a good job. Cher's always, in my opinion, very well-intentioned. It's her, she doesn't always have 
um, it like the way she execute things isn't always successful in, and she doesn't always, you know, I think like she can be a little bit tone deaf. That's absolutely an issue with Ty. Like she, she welcomes in the new girl with open arms. Like she doesn't have to do that. Like she's pretty Mm -mm. popular as it is with Dion. Like she doesn't need to like bring in Ty to her group, but she does. And she, she really is like trying to get the best, what she thinks is the best thing for Ty. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Turns out what's best is like some like stoned pothead skater dude. Um, but like she, you can tell that she really does. She's trying to help Ty in her own weird way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She wants to use her popularity for a good cause, and I think that's great. Um, Chappelle, what do you think about uh, Brittany Murphy as new student Ty, um, who comes in during gym class, which is a very awkward time to introduce a new student, <laughs> like halfway through yeah, the day. Well- so not only are they at gym class, but gym class consists of them standing in line to practice hit, hitting tennis balls. Like there's this school is soup. Like this is a very, very wealthy school. You can't tell me this is the best way they have for like teaching tennis to these kids. Ty shows up. It's her first day at school. And the gym teacher's like, yeah, just hop in line. Um, I don't know. Where, where do I put my stuff? What do I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, do we play tennis all the time? Like, I, can I get an introduction? Um, I was very happy to see Ty. She's so pretty. Oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Um, but yeah, she comes in and I don't think she knew what was in front of her. Like, she thought, I'm just here to play tennis and that's it. And Cher saw her instantly and knew this is my new project. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love Brittany Murphy in this role. We, we don't really know Ty's like real background or her family life. Like, how does she wind up at this school where, I mean, there are different cliques, which Cher like shows her the ropes, shows her the different cliques. But it's like, how do you think that she, her, she got in the school or like her parents afforded to come to the school because she's well, she's like, from new york right she has that accent mm-hmm. so if, it, if it's if anything else it's it's that's what they're portraying i don't know if they said it yeah maybe she i mean i don't think she got a scholarship because she didn't know sporadically <laughs> so she does not know sporadically. <laughs> that's a big word yeah I, I don't know i don't know how she got there maybe Maybe she just knew, maybe her parents knew somebody. Like, if they're from New York, if they're close enough to New York City, they're, they're mm-hmm. in California. It could just be that, like, her parents knew somebody and got her to the end. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, what do we feel about her makeover? Oh, my God. Like, a makeover in a movie is, like, so <laughs> 90s, but it's also everything. And I could only dream to have my own makeover. I would love a makeover. It's so fun. Um, Chappelle, what do you think about Cher and Dion's makeover with Ty? They did it. They did what they needed to do. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was always interested in how fast they like the quick first thing. Got to get this dye out of your hair. First things first. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they rinse it out instantly. But um, the last couple outfits that they land on, I think it was the one with the heart on the sweater. Um, I was like, they win. She's she yeah she's um. Yeah. They should have foreseen that she was going to be like the next big thing because she looked great. I was very excited. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like you said, 90s montages for makeovers were, I mean, this was happening in like every TV show. I th- do you think Clueless was the trailblazer for this? It had to be, right? What was, um, She's All That was another one that I'm thinking yeah. of. And what I want to say She's All That is was 
I think she's all that is after uh, 1999. Yeah. So she's all that comes out yeah. after this. I think you're probably right. And one of the things I really personally liked about it is that like, yes, they, they took the dye, the unnatural bright crayon red dye out of her hair, but it's not like they straighten. She has beautiful red hair. They didn't straighten it. They didn't try to do anything that was like completely unnatural for Ty. Obviously, they changed her wardrobe pretty drastically. You know, she's wearing like more of the grunge aesthetic um, when she starts at the school and she's she leans more into like the, the sweaters and cutesy stuff um, that Cher wears. Um, but I liked that they kind of let her retain her her cute curly hair. I really loved her hair in this movie. Yeah, she did the curly girl method. She um, had to have. Yeah, it looked very bouncy. I don't remember Brittany Murphy ever having curly hair like that. Uh, ever again so I wonder, and usually blonde too she's usually not usually a, not usually a blonde um she did a reverse um Angela Martin from my so-called life where she yes. took her red dye dye out um uh instead of put it in mm-hmm. um yeah so her makeover also was a makeover of her body and mind so she got some workout tips she, they had their reading My assignments. My buns don't feel like steel. <laughs> they had to work on their vocab. And then uh, Cher wants them to do good deeds, too. So I think that... Um, and she encourages her to not date Travis and go after somebody more popular or socially acceptable. Elton. Like Elton. Yeah. Elton. Elton is yeah, Jeremy gonna- Sisto. Yeah. He okay, Chappelle, correct me if I'm wrong, but he would have been the heartthrob in like most '90s movies. Yeah, he's like that that guy, and I think that's what they were getting at too. Is like, no, no, Elton is perfect for you. He's that guy. He's like the typical '90s heartthrob. But I really want to know: Does Jeremy ever recover from this? Because he will always be a creep in my eyes because of Clueless. (laughs) He is in so one of my favorite rom-coms that no one ever talks about i'm the only one who ever talks about it is um called a lot like love he is in that at least if it's not him looks remarkably like him and he plays like that other guy like not the guy the girl's obviously gonna end up with but like that other guy that she like dates for like a little bit and like is like they try to trick you into like she's gonna end up with him it's like no 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 no. Uh, i think he's a good looking (laughs) guy though um it's unfortunate that he plays a creep yeah. yeah. I just want to know if he ever like shakes that or is he always kind of like I think had he been the love interest in this movie, he would have been the love interest in everything else, mm. you know, but because he comes off as like the creepy other guy, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he ever gets that role that he should have had because I think that it means what else was he doing? I think it's perfect for him. He's done heaps and heaps of stuff, but nothing really that notable for oh, me. Oh, no, he was in Six Feet Under for quite a while. He played okay. Billy in Six Feet well, Under. Well, I don't watch those shows, but Obviously. what I do watch, like, so he was in um, Waitress. He played the creep in Waitress. So that's, and oh my gosh. he definitely <laughs> got typecast. He did. Um, so he was also in an episode of Dawson's Creek, Jess. Ooh. Was he? So we, How, what season? Uh, 2003. I'm not going to click on it because I'm not allowed to no, no spoil spoilers, myself. No spoilers. Yeah. It's an episode called Just- All Good Things dot dot dot. Okay. Well, we'll Whatever look forward to means. seeing him there. And he was in a couple of music videos. So. <laughs> what? Uh, Wake Up Call by Maroon 5. Oh my okay. 
Wait, oh, he was in We're Not Gonna Take It and, by the Twisted Sister in 84. He's been in a ton of things. It looks like he has a lot of like recurring roles. He was in Suburgatory, which I've seen, Law and Order, Big Show. But he's been I think that's right, Chappelle. I think that he never lose the creep, the creep feeling. Yeah, I love Suburgatory, Whoa. but I don't remember who he was um, in there. Hold on. I just had it here. Uh, he plays George. Mm, George. Is that, the dad? Is, that the, is that the dad? That's yeah, the dad. I don't think that was the dad. dad. That's the dad. Yeah. yeah. He's the good looking. Mm. Um, I never watched that show either. Yeah. But it's good. Um, yeah, can we talk about no, it was pretty good. Uh, but we need we need to talk about Christian here because that mm. is that is Cher's other project is when she sees Christian walk in the door, she's like, he's gonna be mine, and I'm going mm-hmm. to manipulate the situation to make him mine. Yeah. So I mean the situation with Christian is really confusing, to be honest with you. Like, he it's not like he's not flirty with her pre-dates. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, says that she has good legs. Um, she He asks her out, even though it was just, like, he said, like, do you know where the good parties are at? So it is confusing. I feel like I can't blame Cher for being, like, having lost her ability to see the situation clearly and it's the first guy that she's attracted to she doesn't like what how kids are dressing these days she wants like a more sophisticated guy someone that dresses like james dean like somebody (laughs) uh who's like more like not even like a college kid because she doesn't like college kids either because she hates the university Mm. channel and she doesn't like the like um the like plaid shirt, the pl- the flannel shirt look. So she wants somebody sophisticated, um, and Christian fits that bill. And he's mysterious. He's only there for like every other semester. Um, but I mean, the first the first issue is when uh, they meet at the party. He is like he's a good dancer, which she loves. But she is very oblivious to the fact that he's only talking to other men. Um, well, she she noticed she was she thought that was a positive. She said, <laughs> well, look, he's ignoring all the women. So, yes, yeah. obviously, he only has eyes for me. Look at him over there making friends with dudes. But like, obviously, <laughs> yeah. he's ignoring the women. Yeah. yeah. So that was. Yeah. Jess, like, were you um, did you remember this plot line? And did you think that uh, Christian was. um not into her at first yeah i i remembered this plot line for sure i remember the first time i watched though not really catching on i mean there's plenty of clues along the way if you're paying attention um especially when he's at like a museum the artwork behind him is like a bunch of men like romantically involved or something yeah um so there are obviously hints along the way um, My favorite is honey. You baked. I was like, oh, honey. <laughs> honey <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the worst part is when she invites him to that her house. She thinks that she's gonna lose her virginity to him that night. She like really sets the stage. Like she finds the perfect outfit. Like Dion's doing her makeup. She mm-hmm. bakes. Like she just like makes sure that like everything is perfect. She created a lighting concept, remember? Like, they had to, like, dim the lights oh. in certain rooms <laughs> yeah, set the stage. Yeah, so she really, really worked hard on this. Um, and he comes over. She, um, He asked for a tour of the house. He's very intrigued by his dad's art collection and sculpture collection. Mm-hmm. 
then she's like, do you want to go in the pool? Like maybe she was looking for maybe a skinny dipping moment. He's like, no, like, let's go to the bedroom, which I or no, she, he said, let's watch movies. But mm-hmm. obviously they're going to the bedroom. I still can't blame Cher here. And you know what? If I found a guy who dressed well, smelled nice and wanted to look at art with me, I think I would be in love, too. Mm. No? Mm. <laughs> I, would been, I would have been more into the grungy guys, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, he's well, he's too clean cut. I don't know. He's he's really like fancy for me. <laughs> well, the last the last hit that Cher is supposed to catch on to before uh before she before she realizes he's not into her is that he wants to watch uh some like it hot and Spartacus. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And those like that's like the, the that's supposed to be the moment where she's like, oh, some like it hot. Hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, Spartacus like, oh, like, listen, I like Clueless. But if I tell a girl like, hey, come over so we can watch Clueless, she should be thinking something different. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's one of those things where like, OK, maybe she missed the some like it hot. But Spartacus is very clearly like, mm-hmm. like yeah. hey, let's watch this guy yeah. seduce this other guy. Yeah. And what? I think, yeah, like in the 90s, it was so taboo. Yeah. you know to be gay so it's kind of like they were trying to drop the hints for her like nowadays yeah whatever watch part of kids it's fine but back then it was like oh, okay share you should be you know yeah and he does like to shop yeah like to shop. what are our thoughts in general about playing footsie no just no you don't, don't like want footsie, my feet just? to like i don't understand what footsie is supposed to be like it's supposed Shoes to be on, like yes. flirty what shoes on footsie is good shoes off footsie is bad Shoes this is on. Let's see. What about yeah, like shoes if off, like if socks on? Hmm. No. Shoes where off, are you when on. you're playing footsie? Um, if if you're like at a dinner or something, like at a table at a restaurant, and like you like kind of kick someone under the table, you know, like with the shoes on, mm-hmm. I think that's fine. Like like kind of like a nudge. But okay. if like we're we're in like bed, like laying next to each other, and I feel your bare foot touch my foot, I might get up. <laughs> like, I know, but that's where the socks can come in handy. Yeah, I know Will doesn't like the I'm move squirming. of like I don't have socks on and my feet are cold, and so I touch like my feet to his leg to like warm no. them up. Like he's not a fan of that. Yeah, no, no. foot on Will foot action off. is not acceptable. <laughs> um, I just don't think Will footsie is, is like a proper form of flirting. <laughs> I I don't know. It's not for me. So he does not like the initiation of footsie. Um, she says like. Do you want some wine? He says, wine makes people feel sexy. Um, Then she's like, do you? And he's like, I'm tired. I want to go home. She goes, "Um, do you want coffee? And he's like, I have an ulcer. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, oh, you just had a cappuccino. Yeah. And now I think. Three. Yeah. Now. (laughs) Three cappuccinos. Now I think he's definitely in the know that like she's trying to initiate something. She he says, you're great. And then. We're just we're friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gets rejected. It's yeah, but I do like how they like continue to remain friends like throughout the rest yes. of the movie. Like she doesn't just like drop him as a friend as a result. Like they still like shop together, and he like stuck up for Ty at the mall. Like yeah. he seems like a nice well, guy. Yeah. Well, they I think they remained friends because after she gets friend zoned, she goes and talks to Dion and Murray, and Murray's like. Oh, listen, you were barking up the wrong tree. So then at that point, she knew, I have a shopping buddy now. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's why. Had he been straight, I don't think they would have remained No, friends. I think you're it right. It just seemed like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that they are good friends. I like that he is trying to teach her, like, 
more cultural things like the, they would be both part of the finer things club if yes. they were in the office 100 um, percent, they would be very yeah. exclusive club yeah um so uh this scene at the mall i've never gotten myself into the situation where i'm sitting on like the ledge of like about to fall to my death and letting some randos i never met before like put my life in their hands like how does ty get into these things yeah it doesn't it doesn't sit well with Cher either because she kind of notices that ty keeps falling into these like please come save me roles Mm -hmm. and i think that Cher thinks Mm -hmm. it's disingenuous honestly and i don't think it is because every time ty has had those moments like she didn't ask to bump her head at that party she did not ask to Mm -hmm. fall down the steps at that other party and she definitely didn't ask those men to dangle her from you know from uh the second story of a mall those people are crazy someone should have arrested those people you know what's weird too is like hmm. ty is a very weird mix of extremely naive and also very experienced because she like uh, the minute she starts at the high school she's like oh you guys have coke here like she knows <laughs> a lot ready. about drugs um and she's I mean, not a virgin America. she says no i'm just saying like, she's, like, <laughs> she's, she's not a virgin she knows a lot about drugs like she seems like really you know experienced but then also extremely naive at the same time it's a really yeah. weird mix i know i think what's incriminating is the fact that ty like really builds and builds and builds on the situation that she got in so when it's the next day at school like the entire school surrounding her listening to this issue and like shares like totally like out like what the heck is going on like why is everybody paying attention to her she then brings up the fact that like she got held up in gunpoint but apparently that's not as impressive as being like hung off the side of a railing at a mall it's like i would be like wait share you got held up at gunpoint what do you mean yeah, we completely breezed past Cher getting hung. Okay, like, no, we'll have gunpoint. to talk about this right now. So, yeah, um, you know, after this party, um, there's a little bit of confusion as to who should take Cher home. Elton obviously likes Cher, doesn't like Ty, um, even though Cher's like really pushing Ty on him. And he winds up bringing her home. He tries to start stuff with her. She denies him. And I don't know, Jess, like, I feel like you can really go off here. So I'm going to let you tell me your thoughts about Elton ditching Cher in the Valley. Elton's uh, a piece then- of shit. Elton's <laughs> a straight up piece of shit. First of all, he can't take no for an answer. Like his manhood comes into question because he gets like emasculated because he gets, you know, basically rejected, which you get the feeling that Elton has like never been rejected in his life, considering no. uh, he's doing like rolling with the homies with like three girls by rolling his side at the party. The yeah, <laughs> it was so fun. I loved the continuation of this throughout the movie um, doing the hand <laughs> motions. Um, and yeah, so he he she rejects him. And she gets she gets upset and she gets out of the car. Obviously, she's like going to get back in the car and like go back with him. She's just you can tell that she's just doing the thing where it's like, I'm upset, which she really should be upset. But she's like, I'm going to stomp around for a minute and blah, 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 blah. And then eventually she'll get back in the car. He gives her like 0.5 seconds. He asks her like one time to get back in the car and then just fucking leaves, books it, drives away. And she's stuck. Obviously in a dangerous neighborhood, considering she gets held at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. The Valley, I think that 
not like it, it's always like a thing in the 90s like you don't want to go to the valley like the valley is gross but i think it was like really dangerous too uh, besides being gross now like now people live in the valley because it's cheaper than living in la and although it's annoying to drive through i don't think like the valley is like as bad now as it used to be I don't know. I've never been. I, I haven't been to California in a long time. But all of our Californians, let me know if my takes on California are correct. Um, so, yeah. So Chappelle, then she gets held up at gunpoint. He takes her, her phone and her purse. But um, I feel like the coat probably costs more than like everything combined. Well, that and the dress like this is an yes. alaya. Yeah. It's like a really important designer. You can't, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm at gunpoint, but I cannot lay on the ground. And as someone who spends a lot of money on my sneakers, I could relate to that a little bit. Like, please, dear God, <laughs> shoot me, but just don't mess up these shoes. Like, like, shoot me in the arm and then take whatever you want. But please don't get blood on my shoes. These shoes, it was so hard to get these shoes. I get it. Um, yeah, it was horrible. Honestly, I don't think the movie does enough for Cher in that moment because she got held at gunpoint and it never gets talked about. And the no, one time she no. brings it up, people are like, yeah, 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 whatever. Oh, uh, no, this is the near-death experience we should be discussing. This, yes. this teenager, this 15-year-old got held at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. And she tells yeah. Josh, yeah. too, and he like comes to get her, obviously, but... I, I guess he doesn't tell her dad about it because they never talk about it again. And you think her dad would be like, I'm going to find the guy. Describe. I'm going to get a person in here to draw his face and find him yeah. and arrest yeah. him. Nobody and cares. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Her maybe dad would like, put her on lockdown if, if he knew. Yeah. He would lock her down. That's oh, yeah. True. Too. That's yeah. true. But I mean, he would have to buy her a new phone. Uh, so he yeah. probably mm-hmm. has to find out. But. Yeah, it doesn't matter because, you know, what's more interesting. Ty almost having her life flash before her eyes. Um, (laughs) So dramatic. And this is like, I feel like this is the part where like she kind of gets like insufferable Ty because she like rejects Travis is like, you know, ew, like, don't you Mm -hmm. like hang out with like the lazy people over at the grass and like you know, tell Cher that she can't hang out with her. She's too busy. Um, you know, Cher gets really jealous because now Ty and Dion have this like um, they both lost their virginity now. So now they have that in common. So um, not a good setup for her driving test. <laughs> not good. <laughs> driving test. Uh, how Chappelle, how, did you pass your driving test on the first try? Yeah, I didn't. Oh. Um, I, yeah so i i grew up driving in houston and so it's kind of like trial by fire you know like hey you got to get on this freeway it's eight lanes they're going 65 go and it's just like ah on the inside but on the outside just like this is fine this is fine everything's fine and so uh no no driving that's kind of like my that's my love language like please let me drive what's the um, dri- because i don't trust other people <laughs> what's the driving test like in houston is it on the road like in clueless uh, yeah, it's like down the road, normal stuff like that. But then we, me and my like test person, we definitely got on the freeway. Um, and oh my god! Like we, yeah, but we did like the Dion thing, so we get on the freeway, get like in a lane over, and then come back, and then get off on the like next exit. Mm-hmm. So it's very much like let's see if you can handle this. Um, 
Cher would have failed miserably because that doesn't make any sense for her to not. I mean, she couldn't make right hand turns. She couldn't make left hand turns. She couldn't stop. She couldn't. She didn't break. She was running stop signs. She like I totally paused. Like, no, ma'am, you were putting people's lives in danger. So yeah, she. I think she was. Maybe had she been in a a better mental space, you know, because her mm. world was crumbling. Maybe that she could have done a little bit better. But I, I had no evidence of that moving fo- like toward that moment. Like she had already been running stop signs the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we knew it was coming. We knew it was mm-hmm. coming, especially because she's upset. Also, that Ty seems to be into Josh, and like it takes her a while to realize that that actually bothers her and why that bothers her. And I think this is the part of the podcast that we need to get into the share and josh of it all and whether or not it's gross because i know some people mm. think it's gross and i know some people don't think it's gross mm-hmm. um for those who don't remember they are ex-step siblings i guess is how i would put it their parents are no longer married they have not been married for a long time and when they were married it was a brief affair i will lay out the facts and then we can we will have a debate um yeah a la clueless Mm-hmm. Um, I am on the pro side, obviously. Uh, <laughs> what we know from the movie, Cher's mom and dad, or Cher's dad and Josh's mom were married five years ago. So at that time, Cher was about 10 or 11. Josh was about 13 or 14. Um, for very briefly, we don't know how long they were married, but we know it was brief. Uh, she calls Josh a stranger early on in the movie. And there's a reference to, oh, I haven't seen Josh since Easter. Um, he mentions a school break from college. Do we know what time of year this is? Because I was thinking he might be on like winter break, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, well, Cher was in school. So I'm assuming he was too, right? Like Cher, we were watching her in high school. Right, but so I assume they're on the same schedule. She mentions him coming on, like going, because he didn't want to go home to his mom's for his uh, college break. So I was trying to t- figure out Maybe the Maybe it's spring break? Spring break? Spring, spring break yeah yeah maybe. um but that would have been like a year then if easter because easter is like a while because they mentioned like oh you've you look different since easter so i thought mm-hmm. although maybe if if ty is starting at the new school could be that it could be in the fall yeah and, well christian on the- only comes every other semester so christian showed up in the spring too um because remember his family hmm. has joint custody so i think this would have had yeah. to right. been the spring yeah I think so he wasn't because in class I think semester. that it would be exactly. I think it would have been impossible for. But then, like, how did Christian get a report card if he wasn't even yeah. in school? I don't know. I mean, that's hmm. it's hard to put the timeline. But the point being that they're like they're not brother and sister. They they joke around kind of like brother and sister, but they don't seem like they grew up together. Is the point? And and the director who's Amy Heckerling, she said the pairing was inspired by her real-life grandparents. So her grandparents were stepbrother and stepsister. They met when they were teenagers. They fell in love. They were always fighting. Uh, Late into their 80s, they were still fighting with each other. So it never seemed strange to me. So that is what the Cher and Josh are based on. Okay. I mean, those are some facts. Those are Mm -hmm. definitely some facts. Um, I would say that... um, it, it's like, how, how can you be mad at true love? Um, okay. No, let's like, let's break it down. Like, seriously, because it, it seems like this is like her, the mom is on her fourth marriage right now. 
And it seemed like this, I don't know if this is number two marriage for her, Josh and um, Josh's mom and Cher's dad, or if that was like number three. But she's like a habitual dater. Like he doesn't want to go home. Um, His mom's obviously a psychopath and is like marrying <laughs> and divorcing constantly. So, you know, I think that Josh he has like a very level head. I think that he if he thought it was gross, like he wouldn't do it. I don't think that they have um, these like familiar ties. I think the only thing is that like and I don't even think Josh sees Cher's dad as a father, but a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're both in law. He wants to get into environmental, um, share status in corporate. Um, I think that him being there is not only good for networking, but it's kind of like a need to because her, his mom is nutso. So, um, I, I think that he's just like a roommate. I don't think that he's like a brother or a son. Uh, right, Chappelle? Mm. Right? No. Okay. So what do you think? <laughs> Why is this gross? Uh, this is gross. Why is it gross? <laughs> How this is, it is gross? disgusting. Okay. First of all, her dad very, very clearly at the beginning of the movie, Sarah's like, your brother Josh is coming home. And Sarah's like, that's not my brother. Josh, he goes, you are not my brother. It, well, she, he, she says that to uh, her dad. And her dad says, you divorce wives, not children. Fact number one, you divorce wives, not children. I thought that was a nice thought. Yeah, well, he didn't divorce his child, so his children should not be dating. But then also, Josh comes and he's like, yeah, so I was saying, Dad, and she's like, you're not my brother. It looks like only Cher thinks that he's not her brother. (laughs) Like, everyone else is like, this is your brother, stop it. Also, Josh is in college and Cher is 15. That's true. That's Cher what he, okay. is fifteen. What happens if he's nineteen? He's probably he could be he could be eighteen or nineteen, and she we know is fifteen. Now my argument is not that my argument is that it's not gross because of the familial thing. Age difference is a different situation, in my opinion. Should they be dating? Probably not because he's too old for her at what? this point in time. But I don't I'm not think saying that they shouldn't be dating. Brother. I shouldn't be saying they shouldn't be dating because <laughs> of the the stepbrother and sister. Listen, if you let's pretend for a second, you're like ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. Your parent mm-hmm. marries somebody else, and you live with a person who's thirteen or fourteen for. They say it's a brief. So brief. I'm going to say like a year, a year. max. Yeah. That you okay. live with another. They're 13, 14. You're 10 or 11. You're probably not hanging out much, especially if you're rich and have a massive house. I just they don't seem like the the family yeah. type. Like, you no. know, I just don't think that they got okay. close like that. Here's another situation mm-hmm. I see all the time on the talk. Um, a couple, <laughs> a young couple. I'm sorry. You see all the time on the talk? On the I talk. I love that you watch the what? talk. <laughs> what the No, fuck? not the talk. The TikTok. Oh, oh, I thought you said the talk with like Julie Chin. I thought she said the same thing, and I was like, "We need to stop down for a moment and talk." No, about I don't the watch the. I, used, the talk. I actually did used to watch the. Well, talk. you can't say the talk because it sounds like the talk, and it sounds but like the same also, thing. Also, don't say the talk. Like what? What say TikTok? What's wrong with you? She's trying to be like. <laughs> she's trying to be like young and edgy. Like I Clubhouse want to be young style. and edgy. I'm sorry. Do they call it the talk on Clubhouse? No, nobody's called it the talk except me. It's like rom-com. Rom-com fam. Look, you can't. I start. 
you can't have your own language without initiating things. Like, do you think Sozzles would have gone anywhere without me? I don't think so. Um, what is Sozzles? So, thank you. I had to learn this when I met her as well. It means sorry. She'll go, oh, Sozzles. Sozzles. Oh. <laughs> so, also, um, uh, Sarah, ask, ask Chappelle if he knows what eggy means. Oh, do you know what, like, being eggy means? Like, oh my, like, you're being so eggy. I don't, like, it's very hard That's to, not like, context at all. <laughs> it's right, very like, hard Do you know to what put, eggy like, is? It's like eggy. I'm like, oh, like a yolk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it, like, it's very hard to put, like, some, like, a, a word to a context. It's basically, like, if somebody's being, like, Scooby, do you know what Scooby means? Like a dog. No. Thank no, you. No, See, no. She, this is my problem, Chappelle, is I've known Sarah now for over six months and I still don't know what Eggy means. And sometimes she says it and I, I, I still I still okay. have no it's idea like, what Eggy it's, is. It's kind of like um like very nuanced or like weird, but like kind of funny. So like, I don't know, like if you go to like, you know, a party and there's like 15 people there and they're like playing something on the radio that's like you know, old music. It's like an eggy party and like people are like being awkward. It's like being eggy. It's like things are eggy. Okay, whatever. Did you make this um, up? <laughs> no. She definitely made this up. She no. definitely made this up because when I first met her and she said it, I Googled it and it had nothing. Uh, this is no, like I just in her I retainer. Didn't, I didn't make it up. Yeah. yeah, this is just yeah, in her just retainer. Like it, is, this is- it is like me in the retainer. No, <laughs> this is no, the exact no. same situation. Eggy is the retainer. Sozzles is a thing. You can Sozzles, I believe, is a thing. Sozzles, I it's believe. Okay. I so um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. Um, oh, goodness. Mm. So where was I? All I want to say <laughs> is that do you... Oh, 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 okay. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So um, yeah. like, do you think that this is gross, Chappelle? Say like a couple dates... And they're like dating and they have single parents and like the mom of one party and the dad of the other party meet because the ki- their kids are dating. And then the parents fall in love and mm-hmm. then the parents get married. But then what's the kids supposed to do? Because they're, they dated first. Do you find that gross if the kids continue to date? Yes, that's gross. This is a literal situation. This is a literal situation. It's not fair, but it's still gross. 16, uh, 16 and pregnant. That's literally it's, what happened on 16 and pregnant. I don't think it's gross. Why is it so like just because like they were in a relationship first, so they have to end yeah. their relationship? That's not fair. No, just th- their, because their parents, their parents started dating? Their parents should have respected their relationship and left them alone. <laughs> but the fact that the parents yes. are like, I mean, her mom's kind of cute. Like, no, go away. What are you doing, creep? You <gasps> but know, so. The parents uh, are soulmates, but the kids are soulmates. And then that's, what happens? That's creepy. If, and then what happens if the parents get married and then they have to like live together and then like the kids break up? Then it's super awkward. And then like you used to have sex with your with your now stepbrother. It's not your fault. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's creepy. It's not fair, no. but it's creepy. Look, Cersei yeah. and Jamie were soulmates. Uh huh. That's creepy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different <laughs> creepy situation. AF. They're literally were it's in not utero that together. Like that's that's weird. But they were soulmates. I thought that was the argument. If they're soulmates, Jamie it should be okay. And Brienne no, were it's creepy. Soulmates. Like, I've a, I've were a, they? They mm. were. I have a personal <laughs> question. Do you <laughs> think that Marsha Brady and Peter Brady ever did it? Not Peter. oh the the people themselves. Did George. It. The people did. Yes. They did. But no. Not the What's not the, the not the, the characters. Uh, but Peter. 
It was Peter. No, no Peter's the not middle. the oldest. Oh, Greg is the oldest. The, Greg. 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 Did Greg and Marsha ever do it? Yes. The actors, yes, in, but the um, not actors, but the in the show. No, not the no. Ew. No, Sarah. Hmm. What are Would you that gross? <laughs> See, that is a maybe Ew. a different situation because their parents like married and then they lived with each other for like a very long time. Okay, so mm. that's gross. I think were- it's a different situation. My argument is that, like, if this is, like, a blip on the radar of your life that you lived with yeah. this person. Okay. You yeah. have no relation. That Now, Chappelle, to get into your other argument, is it gross because of the age difference? My answer would be, yeah, it's kind of not great. I don't think so either. He's, he's, like, 18, 19. She's 15. I th- I mean, it's not legal Um, if we're going that direction. Uh, yeah. I think she's a little young for him personally. I think I think that's what makes the sibling thing grosser because everyone else, like I said, everyone else is calling them siblings. And then not only is it her sibling to everyone else, but it's her older brother to everyone else. And, you know, like the, the dad literally said, I can't divorce this child. He is my son. And he said, this is my dad. And she's like, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Well, you're 15. What do you know? You know, like all the adults are saying this is gross. And then he's like, well, maybe I can date my sister. What? What's wrong with you, Josh? You're also 18. Cher, you, what are you talking to Cher about that's so damn important? Go back to the the woman who didn't know Hamlet. Go back to her. What's she doing? She sucked. I didn't like her. Uh, Alicia Silverstone herself weighed in on this. She goes, "Um, I mean, I know we're not blood, so it's not illegal in that way, but it is really weird when you think about it. I mean, it's a funny thing to grow up that way. But then again, they weren't related. It's very unusual, but it's cool. She was very wishy-washy in that quote. Yeah, that is not a clear answer. (laughs) Good God. Yeah, I I think she's on my side because she definitely was like, I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not great. But it's not. If she really believed in it, she would have said, no, it's fine. They weren't siblings. Yeah. But she couldn't even bring herself to say it. She knows the game. It's a weird answer. Yeah, she knows the game. Um, Mm -mm. Do we have any feedback we want to get into before we get into like a pseudo fashion hour of sorts? Because we obviously can't leave without discussing the fashion. Yeah. So we have like a handful of feedback, actually. People are excited. So let's stay on this topic. Um, Mr. Will Efferty wrote to us and said, Clueless is the perfect word to describe this movie. As someone who loves Paul Rudd, this is clearly his worst character. There's some <laughs> fun me? and goofy. Oh, there's some fun and goofy hijinks that occur throughout the film, but all for naught because of the t- uh, through line of attraction between the siblings at the center of it. It doesn't really matter that, that they aren't blood related. They know each other as brother and sister. It's a total distraction and makes it impossible to enjoy other aspects of the story and rant. Um, I have a PS, but, um, uh, oh, this is okay. So this is very appropriate because, uh, uh, we were talking about this, but PS, Jess's lack of sports knowledge is not my fault. And I never told her the bills were in the Super Bowl. He did. So he's (laughs) trying to defend that. And on top of that, when we first announced that this is something that we're sh- uh, talking about for hashtag romcom Feb, he said to us, it's a creepy ending that ruins the film. Um, 
It's the creepy ending. Well, he said it's a creepy ending that ruins the film, but that's like not very grammatically correct, is it, Will? So, <laughs> um, okay. I mean, to his point, it, the ending is a little eggy. So, it's a little oh eggy. my god, um, is that correct? Eggy. Is that the correct usage of eggy? Uh, not, uh, I'm trying to make kinda, it work. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Um, we're gonna make I, fetch happen perfect. on this podcast, okay? Gonna fetch is gonna happen. Eggy, eggy yeah. does happen. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so, um, what do you guys think? Like, is this Paul Rudd's worst character? No. Is that even possible? No. no. He first of all, no. what bad character? Um, second no. of all, no. Paul Rudd is legendary. He's like yeah, magic and everything he's in. I just think, like, I understand his point and to Chappelle's point of like them calling one another siblings. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I think that like if you look at the facts of like when their parents were married and how long they realistically spent with the title of brother slash sister, I don't. I think that they've known each other long longer than they were like brother sister, right? So they're brother sister for like a year, and then that's been that was like five yeah. years ago. I think the worst the worst mark against it is the age difference in my opinion if we're if we're critiquing the relationship I think that for me is a bigger deal than the fact that their parents used to be married for a blip of time um I want to know like what makes a brother and a sister like excuse me well when your mom and your dad love each other very much (laughs) like I mean I, I I it's like did they ever like have family dinners together did they go on a family we know they vacation did. together yeah we um, know they had family dinners did, because dad said yeah. it like we're gonna sit down and have dinner as a family and like i know he didn't just make oh, this yeah. up because ty came over one day so this is probably a thing ty, that he's done a get lot. out of my chair yeah ty <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, their family dinner was like <laughs> she like, could not handle i love the get out of my chair yeah, yeah i'm mm-hmm. so good um and then I mean, I just think that they probably didn't connect that much. I'm sure Cher was very focused on her social life, he on his. Mm-hmm. Um, they are flirty from the very beginning. I don't know. I think that there's more incriminating stuff in the world. And Will, mm-hmm. I, I just have to say that, you know, you, you have to let go of your hatred <laughs> towards this film. <laughs> It is. I think you take it too seriously. I think that's the problem. I agree. Um, and I'm team Will. One more thing. Do you? But oh, mm-hmm. hmm. no. Well, I'm team Will in no, most cases, done. but I can't agree with him about Clueless. Uh, but I, and I definitely don't agree with him about this being Paul Rudd's worst, worst role. Like he was in Sausage Party. So let, release yourself <laughs> oh, from that opinion. <laughs> release go. yourself from that opinion, Will. You know. But aside from that, no, he's right. It's creepy. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's creepy. Yeah. Um, I have a question. What do you think that the main three's enagrams are? So what do you think Chappelle is um, like Ty, Dion, and Cher's enagrams? If we could try to figure that one out. That is hard. I don't know if I can do that. Um. Yeah, no, that's tough. I don't know. They're, they don't give us enough content about like what actually yeah. motivates them. Cher is very image concerned, but she's not hyper competitive. She's a little competitive, but she's not hyper competitive like a like a, yeah. a Jess would be. Um, but, um, what, what about but she is very like a leader? Concerned. Isn't like um, which one is like a leader? 
Um, yeah, I mean, anybody can lead. This would be tough. Yeah, this would be tough. I would think, like, Cher, like I said, because she's so image concerned, I would lean toward three, thinking about it. But I think that in that environment, everyone's She loves organizing. I don't know, because I'm a three, and I don't really think that she has as much three energy. Yeah, it's not aggressive like Jess is. Yeah. Jess, maybe, like, jumps out of you. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a two-wing three. Yeah, well, she's definitely helpful. Mm-hmm. She likes to help dad. Like, who's who's the one who makes sure daddy eats right? Who's mm-hmm. the one who does the thing for she Mrs. Geist? So, take care. And she cares what other people think of her. Like, yeah. when when other people were like, oh, like, you're selfish. She, like, is very upset about that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she does have, like, tendencies to be a leader. Um, and she, and yeah, she, I think she that almost she never thinks an, about herself. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, maybe two. And then, you know, what would be do you think that she's um, like, what do, sign do we think that Cher is? Ooh. Like, do we think that she's um, once again, like she's a leader. So is she like an Aries, but she might be like a little too soft for being an Aries. I don't, I don't know. She's not as chaotic as I would like picture an Aries mm-hmm. to be. That as, as an Aries, she is not one of us. She's not chaotic enough. She's not a Leo either. <laughs> I can sense one of my own and she's, she's not a Leo. Do you either. think that she's a Libra? How about a Libra? She gives me water sign vibes. I was, I was just, just going to say she gives me water sign vibes. Yes. Like maybe she's a cancer. a cancer. Ooh. She's not a Pisces. I'm not, I'm not, we might have landed on the right spot for, for, for cancer. Because she likes being like taking care of her dad and being like, mm-hmm. she's not like a, well, she did say like sometimes she feels like more comfortable chilling at home than going out to a party. So mm-hmm. maybe she, she could be is a care. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Mike Bloom, like, uh, messaged us and said, um, please rank this banger of a cast by post clueless career. Paul Rudd is obviously number one, but I'd love to see where everybody else finishes. I think that Donald Faison, like, has to be number Number two. two. Although, uh, Wallace Shawn, the, the guy who plays the teacher... He's like, he's a huge Oh, yeah. He star. works everywhere. Um, I feel like also the kid that plays Travis, I've seen him in yes. Breckenmire. He's been in a ton of stuff himself. Road trip. Yeah. Yeah. So he I was would in Can't Hardly Wait. Like, uh, yes. Probably Wallace Shawn. And then I still think I would put Donald Fies on. Like Scrubs is like Number two. Massive. I agree. Number yeah. two. Maybe that guy. I think he's fourth, though. Brittany Murphy Brittany like, Murphy. Her, she she died like kind of like the height of her career. So mm-hmm. I think I'd put her first and then I'm sorry, Travis's character, Brecken Meyer. Mm-hmm. I think he's after her. Why did yeah. Stacey Dash's career not take off? Aside from her like really awkward um what was it, the Oscars where she really like had like that really really strange thing like the last thing that she was in was Roe versus Wade um in 2019 I don't know I've I've not really seen her in in anything beyond Clueless to be honest I wonder Um, what happened I wonder why she didn't get more she's super uh like problematic 
in uh in, in the is. black community. We like look at her with like side yeah. eye. Like we acknowledge that she's beautiful, yeah. but that's about it. And I think her role in the nineties was like token black girl. And so when that stopped yeah. being a thing, like she couldn't go get regular black ass roles because we who wants to see T- Stacey Dash because she's being a jerk all the time. And so mm-hmm. um, I think that's why the last thing that I remember her in notably was the Kanye West through the wire video. Like he's like chasing her through the airport or like following her with the camera or something like that. Um, that's the last time I remember caring about Stacey Dash, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Since then, I got nothing. Yeah, I, um, I, I think she's probably on the bottom. Alicia yeah. Silverstone had um, had some other roles. Not I just think she's either. pretty. I think she's pretty low. Um, I would even say that uh, Cher's dad, Dan Hedaya. I don't know how you say his last name. I've seen him in more stuff than I've seen mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, um, he was yeah. in the Usual Suspects. Yeah, and then I have one last question um, from Michelle. What character do you feel like you are most like? Um, I would obviously say Cher for multiple reasons. Of course, my vocab, of course, my appreciation of her. But I, too, was a virgin that couldn't drive for many years. Um, So I didn't start driving until I was 23. And I (laughs) was a notoriously bad driver and I um, the version part is uh, self-explanatory. So um, you you weren't. So we have to assume you weren't jeeping. I I wasn't jeeping. Um, I mean, I've talked about this like a little bit on uh, the other show, but I was like one of the last of my friends. But I mean, I was. You know, I wasn't that old. I was still a teenager, but um, it, it was it was later than some of my other friends. So um, that that's that. So I was definitely I was I definitely related to that. And then I remember like when I was really really hard on myself um, and having a bad day, and I watched Clueless to make myself feel better. When Brittany Murphy said like you're a virgin who can't drive. I used to like cry to myself. I'm like, you're a loser sour. You're a virgin that can't drive too. <laughs> so That's, that was way harsh anyway. So. It was way harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, And so how about you, Jess? Is there any characters in this bunch that you feel like you're most like? I mean, honestly, probably Miss Geist of, of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, don't forget to be good to the environment. And I'm like, I don't buy seltzer anymore because it's bad for the environment. I like my reusable bottles. Um, <laughs> honestly, probably misguised. If I'm picking one of the kids, probably Ty. I'm a lot more like, I'm not as like prim and proper as, as Cher and Dion are. Um, I'd probably want to hang out with the stoner kid more than I'd want to hang out with like the popular kids. So... Pro- prob- probably tie or miss Geist. What about you, Chappelle? It's a tie between, um, not a tie, but it's a tie between um, <laughs> uh, M- Murray, of course, but also Travis. Uh, because I, I wasn't like a, a grassy knoll stoner kid in high school or anything like that, but I definitely was like a sit on top of my desk, you know, kind of float around the school type kid. Oh, um, yes. I told y'all about this, mm-hmm. like when I was talking about Corey and how I related to him, I was definitely a class clown. Like if you gave me my report card, I was most likely to jump out the window, you know? And so <laughs> I love so that, that part. That was like, so funny. 
so relatable. Oh, like, so, and the tardies, like, how yeah. he made the uh, the, the thank speech. you, the speech yeah, that about very Chappelle. Very Chappelle. I like, I like to that. thank my parents for not giving me a ride. I like to thank the bus for being yeah. late. I like to thank McDonald's because I'd rather be there eating an <laughs> egg McMuffin than here in class on time. Like, I felt seen. So I think Travis. Also, the older I get, I kind of understand the grassy knoll thing. I, I can, I, can, yeah. I feel it. Yeah. Well, Cher yeah. does too. It's just not acceptable to do it all day, every day. But if you're at a party, she says it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. To, it's yeah. fine every now and then. Yeah, every now yeah. and then. Um, yeah, so, oh, also, I named, I had a turtle, um, when I was in middle school, and I named the turtle Ty, so, um, just another fun fact. Ty! Yeah. Um, so, that's that. Oh, my gosh. Um, we're gonna get into fashion hour, but does anybody want to share, like, their favorite quotes? Does anybody have, like, a favorite quote that we didn't mention earlier? Um, There's so many. I know. There's so I think many. just like That's it's the, the classic, like, oh, as if, like, that is. That's a, a good one. Yeah. I was totally yeah. bugging. Oh, and obviously I mentioned before we came on, I'm totally butt crazy in love with Josh. Like, just the <laughs> way she says that line, totally butt crazy. I um I like the whole she's a full on Monet far um from far away it's okay but up close it's a big old mess like a Monet <laughs> is like so classic um way harsh tie like I say I mm-hmm. say I love saying way harsh tie um I have a mug that says way harsh tie how about you Chappelle do you have any quotes that uh, you love. Yeah, well, of course, we can't do way harsh tie without you're a virgin who can't drive. Like, you have to do that. Um, it's it's still it's still acceptable today. Um, rolling with the rolling with the homies. With the you know, homies. that's my that's another good one. Another good tie quote is I think it's um, if I'm too good for him, why am I not with him? And I was like, Ty, that makes so much sense. Like, it really if does. I'm too good for this person. Why don't they want me? Like, what are you talking about? I'm too good for you. Mm-hmm. You should be dying to be with me. So, yeah, there's so many good quotes. But that's I think that's my favorite one. Like, if I'm not, if I'm too good for him, why am I not with him? Like, yeah. That, yes, Ty. I think that was also something I cried over in my <laughs> bad times. <laughs> it's like, you're right, Ty. Like, I'm not good enough. I'm not. Oh, my gosh. All of my issues yeah. just pouring out. Ooh. Um, One of the quotes I was confused about, though, was when uh, Cher is showing Ty around school and she's like, oh, yeah, this is the the stoner kids. This is the, you know, the television kids. This is the Persian mafia. And these are the only acceptable boys that you can date over here. It's Murray and his friends and Elton. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute, Cher. Go back to the Persian Mafia. They seem to be rich. Like, why did you write them off? She's like, you have to have a BMW to even sit with them. Like, okay, but yeah, but okay. Yeah. You know, like, don't sell yourself short. Go get that money. Mm-hmm. Per- Persians <laughs> have a lot. Yeah. Like, and their their interior design is always like, you know, there's like the 14 karat gold toilet and the fur rugs. Like, you know, that's like on a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm like, date, date up. I also love the last scene, the wedding scene, where it's like the whole like bouquet thing, which I'm glad that I hope the bouquet throwing is going out of style because as like a single or like not married woman, like not catching the bouquet just like ruins my whole entire day at a wedding. It like really upsets me. 
See, the, yeah. the one of the best things about getting married was like, I don't have to go up there anymore. And like, because I used to get forced onto the dance floor to go try to catch a bouquet. I'm like, I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't care about the bouquet. Just please leave me out of this. I hate that. Um, and Chappelle, how would you feel if like you saw like a potential girlfriend running up and catching the bouquet? Uh, it's definitely like one of those like, ooh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's, think you would be not, making the bets. I think you would be running. It's going out of style yeah. anyway because no one needs the garter toss and the bouquet toss to then have some stranger like putting a thing on your leg, like up your dress. Like so awkward, so, weird. so cringy. In front. And not only that, but like I'm just getting married and my now husband is like crawling up my dress in front of all of my friends and family to go get this thing. It's so uncomfortable. Even if we had a large wedding, we were not going to be participating in that chicanery. Yeah, it's nuts. Not for it's me. nuts. OK, so yeah. fashion hour, fashion hour. Fashion so hour. Um, for those of which that do not listen to our main podcast, we have our Fashion Hour Awards, and there's two categories. It's the Rachel Green Award for Most 90s Outfit and the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award, because truly, what is more timeless than Paul Rudd himself? Yes. So typically, I only have three options, but I've presented to the courts um, as I'm in debate club. A whole heap of outfits. Um, so any uh, let's um, so anything that is Paul Rudd is specifically for the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timeless Award. He's the only one eligible to win this award today because mm-hmm. um, Navi said if Paul Rudd doesn't get the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timeless Award, I will riot. So I took I it Navi. under. <laughs> yeah, I love best. Navi. Um, so I just took it as only he is eligible for that award. I mean, realistically, I think that makes sense because of all the outfits in this film, his yeah. outfits are the ones that are, do stand the test of time the most. Like they're yes. not specifically mm-hmm. 90s. Yes. So I like So that. let's start off with the Rachel Green Award. Um, I'm just going to lift it off quickly because or list it off quickly because, um, you know, um, I'm going to put this stuff in our social media so make sure you tune in at shit 90s pod to check that out um first up i have Cher and dion's classic plaid ensembles with Cher wearing the yellow plaid with the yellow vest and the white shirt this is like the most notorious clueless outfit um with dion who has like a very similar um, like you know matching set but it's like black and white plaid with a red sweater vest with a white shirt and you can't not talk about her fabulous hat which is like some like dr seuss like horror story realness where it's like it's like has it's like very stiff it looks like it's plastic it has like a red bow it's just like out of this world but we love so um, what do you guys think about this classic, these two classic outfits? I love these outfits. Mm. I love everything about them. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I would necessarily wear them. If I did, it would be Dion's and it would be San's hat. Um, but I do appreciate these iconic outfits. I Yeah, they're great. They're great. Yeah. Um, do y'all remember Iggy Azalea's fancy video where she of did course. the like... 
Yeah, like in the moment you see her on screen, you instantly know it's you clueless. Know. Like mm-hmm. instantly. Mm-hmm. It's such a good a uh, good look, yeah, for them. They they looked amazing. I wish people dressed that good at my high school. They just didn't, mm-hmm. you know. I know, I know. Um next up, I have another um outfit from Cher. This is when uh she got together um Miss Geist and Mr I think it was like Mr Mr Hall Mr. Hall. Mr. Hall. And the mm-hmm. whole school's clapping for for her. Another, like, plaid coat. She's wearing, like, a black beret. I just thought that she looked adorable here. Um, I I love it. Um, I love the thigh-high uh, black socks. Yes. Yep. So, favorite. typically, she wears, like, a white thigh-high sock, but this is black. So, this is an edgier look. A miniature leather black backpack, Jess. Look at that. Love that. Love, love a backpack. <laughs> it's coming back. We're bringing it back. Yes. Mine's not necessarily as mini as that one is, but you no. Know. I love a backpack purse. Yeah. Um. Next up, I have Amber's gym outfit. So, this is, like... Crazy. Giving her severe camel toe, by the way. Oh, severe <laughs> I, camel I, toe. I, I, I did not notice that, but now I see it. I noticed. Um, <laughs> uh, I was too focused. So she's she has a uh, high pigtails. Um, a like, uh, um, oh, Chappelle, what are those? Umpires? Is it umpire? No, a referee. Yeah, she looks. She looks like a. She looks like a referee. You're a right. referee. She, she looks like a referee crossed with that villain from like the Joker. Um, with the with, oh, like Two Face? No, not Two Face. The girl, the Harley Quinn. Oh, Harley Quinn. Harley, she looks yeah. like kind of like Harley Quinn. It's hideous, and I hate it. <laughs> it's the weave for me. Like, why do you have that weave? Why are these these tendrils? <laughs> what is she doing? Terrible. No. It's terrible. I don't know. Uh, and the short. Also, bang. is that a onesie? I think is that a no. I think there's some no, midriff. It's I a think this is a there's two midriff. Piece. Yeah, it's a yeah. two piece because she has a beeper on the top there. <laughs> it's horrific. Oh I never want to see it again. Burn it, please. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah, like Amber's outfits are always like she tries to be as stylish as Sharon Dion, but she's always missing the mark. You know? Yeah, it's terrible. a little bit. Um, next oh, up, there we have one time uh, she literally. She- she stole Cher's outfit completely. She, she just wore it the next day. Cher's outfit. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. Uh, and Cher yeah. was not happy about it. She does no. not like an outfit repeater. Um, talking mm-hmm. about that party, you can't really see it. I picked a really shitty picture, but whatever. We know it was classic, though. She, we saw the red dress at the party. Red and dress the at the party. jacket with the feather jacket ring. with the feathers, yeah. She loves um, a Mary yeah. Jane as well. She has a lot of Mary Janes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to continue with the girl looks and then we're going to go back on guide looks. So this next uh, outfit from Amber is like a sailor outfit with like a money sign. It's ugly. (laughs) It's all red. This horrible hat (laughs) that has the money symbol. Her bangs are so, so short. Short. Practically not. We hate bangs. Burn everything she's wearing. Um, Next up, we we do hate bangs. Do? (laughs) Oh, wait. Do you hate bangs, Chappelle? No, we, the royal we, us, we hate bangs. Shit 90s yeah. shows okay. taught us. We don't, listen, no, we, we don't let our bang. friends get bangs. I just yeah. wanted to know if you thought, bangs. like, girls with bangs were not cute. It doesn't bother me, you know, yeah. but I definitely am not, like, if you, oh, that's the thing, right? Earlier, I asked me if there was a thing that the girl can do to change her appearance. If I come in and yeah. there's, like, an unsightly bang, I'd probably be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, no bangs. Love that. 
Um, next because you know up, she's going through something. If she like, all <laughs> has bangs, you're yeah, like, baggage. what happened though? Yeah, or you okay? don't want to deal. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it. Um, next up, shares uh, white, short, skinny, naked dress from Her Calvin Klein. Um, hey. I think she looked hot, right? Two thumbs up. Two enthusiastic yeah. thumbs up from there Travis. Um, yep. <laughs> so my issue with this outfit is that this is the outfit where she comes downstairs. Josh is now realizing that, wait a minute, like she's going to go out and guys are going to be looking mm-hmm. at her. Like, mm-hmm. Mel, tell her to cover herself up. And she's like, duh, I was going to do that anyway. And she comes mm-hmm. down with like a clear shawl. Organza. <laughs> yeah. Organza <laughs> shawl. Completely, tra- like completely transparent. Yeah, she might as well have just worn that in a hat. You know, yeah. like she didn't yeah. come down yeah. any more care- covered up. It's but it's, my it's like in the world of share, like she totally did it. Um, yeah. next up, we have a cute outfit from Ty. By cute, I mean cutesy, like something that three year olds would wear. Um, so this is like a overall, which overall shorts. Overall shorts were like popping off in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Joey wear an overall short. I love an overall short. Uh, there's some patchwork in here. A pink shirt. She had that like over shirt that she was like switching. Like she ha- tried it as like over like in her yeah, around, she put her, it around waist. her waist. Yeah, uh, no. as a hair tie. This is cute if you're like nine, but. Yeah. Not for the it's not age appropriate, but if you just took out the patchwork, honestly, I would wear it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see, uh, I disagree. I think this might be the only age appropriate outfit in the whole movie. Oh. <laughs> she's four she's fifteen. You know, yeah. like, you know, she's not uh, she's not sixteen, seventeen well, years old. Shit. But and the problem is that she wore this to the same party Cher wore the naked dress to. Yeah. Like, of course she looks inappropriate, yeah. but she's a child. But the good news <laughs> is that a lot of the like teen outfits in this movie, they weren't like heavy on the cleave. It was just there. A lot of them mm. are like mini skirts, so yeah. they show a lot Curvy. of like, a lot of like. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't Cher give her more guidance on this uh, outfit? I don't, I don't get it. I don't think she knew she was showing up yeah. to the party. I think had Cher like gotten a chance to kind of like you know go over it with her, she would have okay, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But Cher was yeah. too busy. This was Cher's project for herself. She wasn't worried worried about Ty popping up. Mm-hmm. But Ty, you had been learning at the knee of the master. By now, you should be able to dress yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So let's. Um, out of the girls' looks, who do we think our winner is? I mean, for, for me, it's an easy pick, and it's the it's the famous look. It's the plaid ensembles. It's the yellow. Mm-hmm. It's the black and the white. I mean, are there is there a different one I'd more likely wear? Yes, but I think the most iconic is definitely definitely the plaid ensembles. Mm-hmm. Chappelle, what do you think? Uh, the plaids are the best, the the most like iconic ones of them all because like I said even in the fancy video we automatically knew what it was she didn't have to explain it but mm-hmm. that naked dress I mean she was a baddie she was a baddie <laughs> a baddie yeah a baddie. I think yeah. I think I'm on the same page as you guys um let's quickly talk about men's fashion in the 90s because we don't get to do this quite often so I have a bunch of Murray looks and then I have um this clan of guys now Something that we're trying to kind of like get our head around, Chappelle, is why men had to wear baggy pants belted with their underwear showing in the 90s. What statement did that make? 
I'm honestly I'm not sure because like I said this was 95 so by the time I was coming into age where I was actually dressing kind of like this it had shifted a little bit so it wasn't as belt heavy yeah. um still baggy still baggy for sure but not belt heavy um so it's kind of like I missed this trend by just a little bit it had started to like be less layery at this time but this is the Corey mm-hmm. Matthews trend you know like he he wasn't as baggy but he definitely like the Murray hoodie green with the purple that's Corey's aesthetic right there you that's know just true. less baggy mm-hmm. that's true yeah. um so yeah I have um Murray's first outfit um which is like a page boy hat with a Superman gold necklace a sweatshirt um and this is the one where he calls Dion woman and Dion's not happy. I think if you um, took the hat off, it would be like pretty okay. fine to wear now. Yeah. 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 Just tighten it up a little bit. Like if he was like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't as big, you know? Um, yeah, more formal. But that's not my yeah. favorite Murray look either. It's, it's fine. What no. about his yellow on yellow ensemble with a bucket hat and Adidas shirt? And these, like, very white Adidas shoes, sponsored by Adidas, um, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, this is the one. This is the one. He nailed it. This is the good one. Yeah. Yeah, like, you could wear that today. Bucket hat, eh, optional. But the, the, like, (laughs) I love a bucket hat. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what I said, optional. It's fine. You know, I know they they had their run. But for sure, this is probably his best look, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree completely with Chappelle. This is the winner for me as well. It's the yellow, it's the Adidas, and it's the bucket hat. Throw them all together, and I'm there for that part. Okay. I, I think I agree. I mean, we also see him in baseball hats and baggy sweatshirts. and But I think that this is the, the standout. Mm-hmm. So, um, the yeah. So let's move on to the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. We have three... <laughs> options of Paul Rudd himself. So he has a, a uniform, I would say. He wears <laughs> the uniform. t-shirt with the flannel over shirt and like basic jeans. Um, so our first option is some white shirt with a brown and gray flannel. Uh, our next option after that is a black shirt with a green and black flannel. And our last option is a more like dressed up look because this is when he was quote unquote working uh, late hours. And this is a gray shirt with a gray and blue flannel. So what is the most timeless Paul Rudd uh, outfit out of this crop? Chappelle, what what speaks to you out of these looks? I mean... All of these looks are timeless because you can wear them around the house as he's doing. But I mean, yeah, don't be mad at me, Navi, but this isn't impressive at all, you know, but I think for (laughs) who he was as a college student who was just kind of lounging around his dad. Yes. His dad's house. Then yeah, it's fine. You know, like he didn't, he wasn't going anywhere to impress anybody. He's not in share circle where they have to dress to impress every day all the time, you know? So for him, it works. All of them work. I don't really have a favorite. I, I don't like the one where he's trying to be like, oh, I'm, I'm dressed a little bit more conservatively because I'm working. I don't really like that one. Shirt's too big. But those other ones, you know, graphic tee and a flannel, it's mm-hmm. fine. You know, you could wear that today to Walmart or something. Yeah. But 
you know, just don't go out, try it with your friends looking like that. Because if people are dressing up, you're going to be the odd man out for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jess, what do you think about uh, Paul Rudd's outfits while he was hanging out at his uh, um, acquaintance's house? <laughs> I like the look. I like the look of the, the flannel over a T-shirt. I'm a big fan. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd say it's the first one where he's drinking juice out of the carton, wearing an Amnesty International shirt. With like a brownish plaid. That's that's the one I would go with. I Alrighty. Think if you were fighting for a cause, that's probably the most uh, most timeless. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, Paul Rudd. I mean, truly, I mean, I, I can't see him. Like, he really doesn't look like he aged that much no. since these pictures. And it's truly mind-boggling. And if anybody wonders why we are we named this... Um, uh, uh, like this, this award after, mm-hmm. yeah, after Paul Rudd, it shouldn't be a question anymore. Um, yeah. One more thing on it's fashion, if you don't, if you let me. Sorry, Chappelle. Uh, what did no, you? I was saying it's, it's Paul Rudd's birth- birthday, not today, but like his birthday oh. that week is where like people with timeless faces lie, right? So you have Paul Rudd who hasn't aged today, but you also have like Pharrell, who could be twelve what? or could be nine hundred, and then you also have yeah. me. I could be 13. <gasps> hey. Hey. Paul Rudd's birthday you, is mean, a day after mine. I'm the April the 5th. He's <laughs> April the 6th. And so, but in Pharrell's Paul Rudd is in Aries? We are an elite. Yeah, we're an elite group of vampires where we just don't really age go. that much. Wow. I'm very, very jealous. Look at that. Um, yeah. I do want to say one more thing about uh, the fashion. So, the woman that did the fashion uh, costume department, her name is Mona May. She is truly spectacular. We just had the 20th anniversary of Clueless not too long ago, and she did a whole series on her Instagram about inspirations and, you know, her thoughts on it and on the fashion. Um, so if you have time and you like this sort of stuff, uh, her Instagram is it's Mona May. Um, and one other thing is that um, no wonder she I love Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion as much as I do is because she also did the fashion for Romeo and Michelle. Um, ah, there you go. So some some fun things. She also did the fashion for Never Been Kissed uh, for Enchanted mm. for um a bunch of other things. She's very prominent. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, she did Ant-Man and the Wasp. Or she's doing oh, it. So we're going full <laughs> full circle. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So if uh, if anybody's interested in the fashion at all, which is like one of the, you know, best parts of this film, definitely go on her Instagram. She has um, a highlight story called Clueless. And you can learn her whole concept you can see some inspiration um sketches it's really really fun for somebody like me that's into that stuff so cool awesome yeah any other thoughts on clueless guys yeah um clueless for me is like the essential start to these quote-unquote girl movies that are actually for everyone that anybody mm-hmm. can enjoy like i said when i was younger i was like what i don't why, why would i watch this movie but the older i get it matters because it's so good it's smart it's funny but it also like ushered in you know uh bring it on which is another girl movie that's really Love smart you know or, yeah. or mean girls mm-hmm. or you know um 
Easy A, like those type of like this female protagonist movie that um, from for the naked eye might be like, oh, this is for a high school girl. But you go and watch it and it's a lot funnier and it's a lot smarter and a lot deeper than you would have thought. And so I appreciate Clueless because I love all those other movies I named. Again, initially I was like, eh, not for me. But when you go in and you watch it, you're like, oh, no, there, it makes a statement. It has a point of view. It's smart. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And it kind of becomes a like a cultural icon in and of itself. So mm-hmm. Clueless paved the way for the things that, you know, the so these other movies could, you know, fly and be these great inspirations to movies to come. I appreciated it. And I'm happy that you guys had me on to talk about it. Yeah, it, it was a real honor. I couldn't say anything um more than the great points that you just made it's mm-hmm. just it's just so much more than meets the eye yeah essentially yeah, if you're talking iconic 90s movies i'd be hard-pressed to find something that really like stuck the landing on the 90s better than than clueless did mm-hmm. yeah um, it's almost like a period piece in a way mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> absolutely like, yeah, for the it, 90s yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. You know exactly when it takes place. The cell phones, the beepers, the outfits, the the vernacular, all of it. The music. Nice. There was the music. a lot of great music as well. Yeah. Um. So I'm so honored that you came and joined us, Chappelle, with this. We love you and we love to have you on. And um, we're just so happy that you celebrated hashtag rom-com feb <laughs> with us. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, super Scooby of me to do that. There you go. Um, it was Scooby of me. Yeah, there you go. You got it. You got it. You're, I'm trying. You still have We're no getting, idea yeah. what it means. But yes, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, Chappelle. It's always an honor to have you on the podcast. Obviously, this is not the last time you'll be on, um, yeah, but we truly writer. appreciate it and loved having you on to talk about this movie. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, 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 thanks. As you remember, in my writer, I do have a very specific uh, <laughs> list of Boy Meets World episodes that I need to be called for. We remember. But also, yes. again, if you guys want to rewatch Can't Hardly Wait, I've watched it like five times in the last two weeks. If y'all guys want to <laughs> just dive, I know y'all aren't familiar with my favorite movie, but yeah, that's my 90s movie. If you ever decide to go down that route, it's on Netflix. Just give me a call. <laughs> okay. What are you up to? Like, you're just taking over the world, so. Uh, yeah, so transparent uh this was a hard week for Chappelle you know I had some Texas stuff going on and some personal stuff going on and I've just decided to podcast through it and I've had a great time so um I was recently on the Purple Pants podcast talking to Bryce about the movie Hoodlum for Black History Month I recently was on an episode of Renap that should have dropped uh today or Sunday um to talk about uh the best week ever very ironically of course (laughs) um I uh will be uh guesting on rob has a podcast this week for the survivor heroes hillers and hustlers rewatch on wednesday and you can look for me in the choir room talking about love 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 the final episode in our valentine's day love um i guess uh uh what is it called a a uh, trequel, a threequel, <laughs> our tri- trilogy. Oh yes, um, yes, trilogy. Yeah, our trilogy of uh, love episodes with the choir room with Amon Adwin and Matt Lagory. So I'm bouncing around all over the place yeah. to kind of distract myself from my so-called life. But uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for allowing me to use you as a distraction as well. That's where you can see me. Yeah, we're um, we're honored and I, and we're so happy that um, you're safe and warm. And I I'm sorry that you had to go through such like a traumatic week. It was like horrifying watching what's been going down from up north so um we're glad that you're safe um 
For us, um, we just had um, our friends at Boy Meets World Fever on Thursday drop our My Date with the President's Daughter coverage. So um, that was a lot of fun. We talked about it a couple times before. You can find it on their feed on um, Boy, uh, Boy Meets World Fever. I think their Instagram is BG World Fever if you want to check them out. Um, if you did not hear our You've Got Mail from the beginning of the month with Michael J. Clark, check that out. Um, you can always follow us, please, 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 on Instagram and Twitter at Shit90sPod. Um, email us at Shit90sPod at gmail.com. Jessica, anything going on with you on community building? Do you want to drop your handle? Yeah, so we're um we're doing the season four episode uh season one episode four of Community this week with Asia, uh, class of twenty twenty for RHAP. Very 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 excited to have her on. It's gonna be a fun episode. Uh, it's the the launch of Vaughn with the tiny nipples. So if you're a Community <laughs> fan, uh, definitely give that a listen. That will be this Saturday uh, over at Post Show Recaps. If you want to check us out, yeah. Amazing. I'm like loving it. I've been, you know, watching again and listening. You know, it's it was part of your vows with Will, but I always joke how it's part of our friendship vows that I'll mm-hmm. always listen to your content too. Always I'm your biggest fan. Of this course, is how of I wrote people and I just make them make vows with me to listen to all yeah. the garbage that I'm on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um no, it's all great, all great. So um well, thanks guys. This was fun. I um you know, I'm just going to say this was an early birthday gift for me. I have a birthday coming up. So there you um, go. I appreciate Pacey that you're season. both with me for my birthday party. Yeah. Happy pre-Aries month. This. Yeah. Nope, not <laughs> pre-Aries <laughs> month. We've been feuding. We've been feuding on the interweb about this. Yes. It's an issue. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Maybe for well, another another pod. Thank you much. Uh, thank you so much, Chappelle, for coming on, and thank you all for listening. We will catch you next time. <laughs>